I don't want to hear you pod. I want pictures of Spider-Man. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic, amazing, tremendous, spindiferous episode of Yet Another Bullshit Podcast. My name is Dalton, and joining me as always is my good buddy and the beard man himself, Jeremy. And I have half the energy Dalton has would be (laughs) glorious right now, so. Hey, yeah, well, I... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just say that I live in a state where it's it's legal to do this, even though you don't know that to be factual or not. But uh, actually, oh fuck no, we have talked about where I live. Well, if yeah. you're new here, uh, I'm just stoned and I'm in a good mood. I'm in a great mood actually because of some of the things that we have to talk about this week. Um, but first, sir, well, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you how was your week, my good sir? Before we get into mine, uh, my week has been just fucking crazy. I guess. Um, I'm tired. I think my new medication's fucking with my sleep. I have no, lo- I no longer have the ability to sleep for more than seven consecutive hours. So every night I'm tired as fuck. So I'm laying down in bed like between ten and eleven. So that means I'm getting up like between five thirty and six thirty every morning, and it's just a vicious cycle. And it fucking sucks. Luckily, like the F1 race was this morning at seven a.m. because they're in Azerbaijan, which is a country I'm sure most of our listeners have never heard of. Um. So I woke up early enough to watch that, and then I'm like, all right, so that was over like 8.30, 8.45. I didn't have to leave for work until 11.30, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to try to get a couple more hours of sleep. But I have a seven-year-old in the house, so every fucking 15 minutes he was in my room waking me up for yeah. some various shit. So, yeah, I didn't get any extra sleep today. You know, so, it's, it's, it's weird that you mentioned that, dude. This past week, I have also been having issues where like I get tired at like midnight, and I'll lay down to sleep, and then I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, wide awake, and yep. I'm awake till fucking nine a.m. And then I go back to bed, and then I'll sleep for six hours. And I'm like, why is this happening? Like, why can't I just get a solid eight nine hours and then just wake up and do my thing? Did you know that human? There's studies that say that human beings are supposed to sleep in two four hour intervals instead of one continuous eight hours of sleep. We were programmed hundreds of years ago by evolution to sleep four hours wake up for i think it's like one to three hours and then sleep for four more hours because if you think about it back then you had a fire to keep going to keep yourself warm yeah fire is not going to burn for eight hours unattended so basically you get up after four hours you go put some more wood on the fire you eat something you do whatever go back to bed so i feel like We'd probably feel a lot better if we were able to sleep like that. But of course, you know, capitalism and consumerism has made it where that doesn't really work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Um, I can't imagine like how life would be if that was everyone's normal schedule. Oh, yeah. But yeah. this week, I'm going to be a hell of a lot more energetic. And let me show you why. I am going to start using this stuff. God, that is a big bag of cocaine, Jeremy. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of cocaine. Hold on, hold that up again. I'm sorry, I was making a joke. I didn't actually see it. Is it creatine? Yes. Nice. Um, That's a then, workout stuff, right? Pre-workout? Yeah. Well, it's the way creatine works is it increases the uh, the ability of your muscles to absorb water. So basically, your muscles 
can draw in a lot more water. It's supposed to help you with strength, speed, stamina. It's supposed to be a pretty pretty kick in the ass energy boost. I actually was reading a study where they were testing it with uh, Parkinson's disease, I think, and they actually found that it decreases depressive symptoms because your brain is a huge muscle. Your brain's going to get more water absorbed into it. It's going to function better. So they said like cognitive ability, depressive symptoms, stuff. It's just generally good for you. I've been in the gym for a while. I've been working out pretty consecutively for a few weeks. I hit my goal weight that I was trying to get to to start creatine because creatine will increase your weight on the scale because of course your body's retaining more water yeah but i mean you know water weight is better for you than than fat so yeah i, I would much rather have a belly full of water than a belly of this uh blood oh, yeah. that i have yeah this this <laughs> jiggly nonsense that i have down here um but yeah i'm gonna start trying that um i feel like yeah i've been exhausted as shit for about two weeks now so i'm hoping maybe that is a kick in the ass to keep me able to stay awake during the day Hell yeah, dude. But we will find out. I'll report back next week on uh, the episode and let you know if my heart exploded or whatever else. So thought, if it's Dalton, if it's Dalton and Jeremy's ghost next week, you'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about trying uh, Alpha Brain, see if that would like help me focus some. Because sometimes oh, yeah. I just have a hard time like focusing on things. Um, specifically, like when I have to do reading on like the computer screen and you know it's only for like when i'm taking classes so like if i'm reading something that i'm genuinely just like looking up and interesting in interested in i'll sit there and read the whole thing but when i'm like trying to read something that i just need to learn for a class i'm like oh man the screen hurts my eyes oh god why are the words so close together like it's such a small it's i always come up with these excuses and i'm like i just need to be able to focus but i used to be prescribed adderall and things like that And I don't want to go down that route because now that I know what Adderall is. It's crystal meth. It's basically fucking meth, which is weird because yeah. it, it didn't have that effect on me. But I've definitely seen it had that effect on other people. <laughs> well, that's what's funny, though, is uh, my kid has ADHD and he's on, uh, I want to say it's generic Ritalin. Um, st- with people with ADHD, stimulants have the opposite effect on their brain. So, like, I know parents who will, like, send a Mountain Dew in their kid's book bag, and they're like, if my kid starts acting a fool, have him drink this Mountain Dew, because it'll actually settle him down. Like, Jonathan will drink coffee from time to time because it settles him down a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you know, I hate to admit this. So, I was at a party one time, and uh, I was hanging out with uh, Bong Bong Baby Mama. Uh, oh, yeah. We've, we've talked about her before. Yeah. Yes. So, her, her brother comes up to me. And he goes, hey, man, hit this. And he hands me this pipe. And he goes, just start breathing in. So I'm thinking, this is like right around when wax started becoming a big thing. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay. I was fucking doing some dab hits or whatever. So I start drawing off this fucking pipe. And I take this big old hit of this stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. And I breathed it out. I'm like, oh, that didn't taste like pot at all. And I was like, what was that? And he's like, that's some crystal meth I made. And I was like, oh. It's like, you don't just do that. You got to give a fucking disclaimer. <laughs> so... I uh I didn't really get high off of it. You know what I mean? And that you know, that explains a lot what you're saying. That explains a lot. Yeah. I didn't get but all it did with bro was keep me up. Like oh, I yeah. could not sleep for shit that night and it was god awful. Like I like oh, sleep, yeah. bro. That's why I like downers. My ex girlfriend was an ex heroin yeah. addict and she told me never do heroin because Dalton, because you would like it way too much. And I know she's <laughs> right. <laughs> because I'll pop two painkillers and then just sit in my chair and just be like, Oh fuck, this is heaven. And I don't like to be like that, but like 
again and then another part of me is like fuck yeah i like to be like that you know what i mean so that's why i stay away oh, from yeah. those but uppers just don't really do it for me i have so many friends that are cocaine addicts and i'm like that's just not my fucking thing i've done it it's i guess it can be fun but bro it's just a really expensive buzz it doesn't last very long and it's just yep it's like that there's a ritz song at the end of it he goes once you do coke you want to do more coke because that's just the way coke is and that's that's true basically <laughs> that is yeah. absolutely true dude i had a friend of mine come over one time i don't know how we got off on this i'm sorry i'm going off on tangents but i had a buddy of mine come over one time with an eight ball okay it's like a whole two hundred dollars worth of coke it was a lot of money worth of cocaine i don't remember exactly how oh, much yeah. eight ball cost and he's like i brought this man let's, let's snort it and i was like okay sure whatever so we sat in my room doing coke playing video games uh he would cut out like six lines and he would do like four and give me two, right? Which is fine because that shit's expensive. I didn't pay for it. Um, so then once it was all gone, this always happened. Once it was all gone, he'd be like, oh, all right, man, my back's kind of starting to hurt. I'm going to head out. And then he, so I think he was just coming over to do his Coke here and then leave, right? But oh, yeah. so he leaves this one particular time. And like, I don't know, an hour later, he messages me on Facebook. You still awake? Yeah. Mind if I come back over? Yeah, sure. Shows back up with another three grams. Okay, that's Jesus. like an eight ball plus some. Yeah. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? So we did more. And that was the night after that night. I told him, I said, bro, I don't I don't want to do that shit anymore. I was like, it just, it wasn't for me. You know what I mean? I was gritting my teeth and really gnashing my teeth down and stuff a lot. And uh, I have bad teeth. Like, I can't be doing that shit. And uh, I haven't really hung out with him since. Like, they, I told those guys I wanted to stop doing coke. Stopped hearing from all of them. Gotta love it, bro. Be that way sometimes. But yeah, going back to the the alpha brain and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I wish that we could just me and you could just be like, here's this pill from Limitless. Yeah, let's just take this motherfucker and see what happens. Yep. But like, they haven't developed that yet, unfortunately. And if they did, I'm sure it would be like a million billion dollars. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, Fuck we'd it. never know about it because we're not yeah. the people that would be allowed to have it. <laughs> yeah, it would be like Elon Musk and those people get it. Oh yeah. yeah, I always thought about that shit. Like, how crazy would it be if you could take a pill and just unlock the full potential of your human beingness? Like, just excel wow. at everything. It'd be so cool. Oh yeah, it'd be so cool. Um, so my week, uh, my week was just kind of dull. I've been really fucking enjoying Yakuza Zero. Uh, I do want to say that. Uh, check out the Steam Machine podcast episode on that game that just came out. Uh, for the part one, we're gonna be doing the part two. Ooh, not this coming week, but the week after. Anyway, um, so I get a message out of the blue from a friend of mine. I'm going to change the names of these people, but this is just another another typical Florida story, right? Oh, yeah. So I get a message from one of my friends of mine, and she's like, hey, do you have a minute to talk? Yeah, sure. And she's like, uh, I'm dating this new person. Uh, I just want you to know uh, that I-, I wanted to m- see you know, how you feel about it you know, and everything because I'm I used to be really close with this girl. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I was like, okay, well, who is it? And she tells me. Now, do you remember the story I was just recently telling about the person who shot me with a shotgun yes. and the the um, getting me really drunk and apparently things happened that I didn't remember and all that? Yeah. She's dating that guy. Oh, uh, what a winner. That guy was married, remember, Yeah. to the, the other girl who they are now getting a divorce because my friend of mine and this guy were having an affair. I'm like, you can't fucking make this shit up. 
<laughs> yeah. This is the type of town I live in. So I knew I wasn't going to get the full truth from my friend because she's going to try to sugarcoat it to make me as okay with it as possible. Um, and, and I will say that she did ask me, she was like, well, what do you have against them? And I said, I don't want to tell you that because I don't want to affect the way you feel about them. If you're happy, you're happy. That's fine. She's like, no, I want you to tell me. So everything I've talked about on the show about this particular dude, I just laid on her. And we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that in a second. But I messaged the other, the the girl who's being divorced uh, and got the real story from her about what happened. And yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up. I, I did not expect this from uh, the, the friend of mine. I, yeah. I did not expect her to be uh, uh, a homewrecker of sorts. Right. And apparently this is not the first affair that these two have had. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, so I tell her about him shooting me with a shotgun. I tell her about the basic rape that I went through. Uh, I tell her about like, you know, the frozen paintballs, the him getting Brendan to hit me in the head with a shotgun because I wasn't paying attention to him. All these different things. Right. Yeah. And her and my friend's response to me was, well, wasn't that stuff a long time ago? Don't you think you can move past it now? And I was like. So, so there's a statute of limitations on personal trauma. <laughs> I want my, my okay. I, I I'm going to apologize for what I'm about to say because it's going to come off very brash, right? My response to her, I wanted to be like, I don't know. Are you over the fact that you had to get an abortion and you can't stand hearing abortion jokes? Because I've been around you when somebody made a dead baby joke and you were pretty fucking upset about it. I was like, you know what I'm saying? And that was oh, years yeah. after. So. I didn't say any of that. That's what I wanted to say. What I said to her was, I mean, I can try, but that's not like some of those things, particularly one kind of hard to get over. Right. Yeah. Um, and she was like, well, I just want, you know, I want you to be in my life. I want you to be in my daughter's life. I won't give the daughter's name. I about did, but I won't, I want you to be in my daughter's life. You know, I want you to, I want to have you around. You know, I, I do love you. You're one of my best friends, if not my best friend. And my response to her was like, I haven't seen you in years. Like, I've tried to hang out with you for years, and you're always too busy. I was like, even when I just say, I'm going to swing by after you get off work, I never hear from you. I was like, you know, I text you every few days to say, hey, what's up? And I might hear back from you once every month. It's like, so excuse, like, pardon me if like, this is like, if I'm seeming like I'm being an asshole here, but this all seems very out of left field. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, the conversation pretty much kind of wrapped up there. It was just like I'm like I'm I'm happy for her. I'm a little I'm also kind of like that's a little fucked up with the whole situation. So I have a couple theories on this situation. First off, the whole thing of you getting over it sounds like a very typical case of well, it's not a problem because it's not a problem for me. Like it's not an issue because it's not my issue. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that, and unfortunately, it sucks. But that's a reality they don't understand that shit bothers other people um and then i would say second i feel like there's some reason she wants you in her life my guess would probably be she realizes she's did something really shitty just kind of hoping to like convince somebody to tell her she didn't basically yeah it's like uh like you say oh no you're a good person like it's okay that you you know wrecked a marriage it's okay because you're a good person yeah, and this is the same girl that, like, I was head over heels in love with her in high school. And, like, oh, yeah. I, I had convinced myself that I could change her mind because one time she had told me, you know, Dalton, you would be the perfect boyfriend, but I just don't like fat guys. Right? Yep. 
and I was like for years just convinced that I could change her mind, and uh, I learned a lot of lessons going through all that. And oh, yeah. I'll I'll never go through that shit again. So that's why I'm like very, and especially after Savannah, my ex girlfriend, and the other shit that I went through with her, I have very little tolerance for bullshit. That's why I yeah. fucking adore Courtney because like she, she just like is so chill and easy to talk to, and there's no drama, uh, none, no yeah. drama, and it's fucking wonderful. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. that's why I just like I'm just like man. And I think I've talked to you about this before. I had the ex-girlfriend who would like try to fight with me. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't argue. And that bothered I've her. Had, <laughs> I've had a couple of those myself. I will say, know your self-worth. The whole like, she doesn't like you, so chase after and try to make her like you. Don't do that, guys. Like, Oh, yeah. It's like, if she doesn't want you, say, okay, that's cool. Go find somebody. There's... 3.6 billion women on this planet like there's somebody out there who will like you as you are that's something i had to teach myself like it sucks but sometimes that person you really really like just you're not going to be compatible with and if you try to change yourself to fit that mold you're going to spill out eventually yeah. and it's going to just be ugly it will, it will emotionally wreck you trust me yeah and my my personal rule has always been I'm a starter. I don't sit on the bench until you need me. Like if I can't play or if I can't start, I'm not going to play. So yeah, no, yeah, that's a uh, not a mistake I'll be making again. But, but yeah, yeah you, was- you're saying uh, she didn't like fat guys. I once had a girl tell me she. I'm going to quote verbatim. She could quote love learn to love me if I change my eating habits. And I dated that chick for like eight more months after she said that. So that tells you where my self worth self-worth used to be yeah it's not much better now but it's it's better than that i'm not dealing with that shit anymore yeah and it was it took like i think it was me and my buddy nick so shout out to nick and it might have been dustin so shout out to both of them i don't remember i've had a lot of one-on-one heart-to-hearts with both these guys like they're like my brothers and they were basically like dude you're worried about this one girl but look at your track record of women he goes you have scored women who are arguably way better looking and way better people than this particular person. Why are you so focused on that? It's because you can't have it. Yep. It's because it is something that you find unattainable. And and let me tell you, this is an issue that I've had because I was friends with a girl who I was attracted to her older sister. And her she was like, oh, yeah, she that girl or my sister would never. She doesn't like guys like you. And I'm like Barney challenge accepted and i fucked that girl's sister (laughs) nice and she enjoyed it i enjoyed it we did it multiple times it was the in fact her sister was dancing in the mirror girl oh so (laughs) yeah we all remember that story (laughs) so yeah it's just like i had to get past that where it's like i can't just like make it a challenge to be like oh well shit i can change your mind type thing because that's i don't know I, i i started to meet guys who had that mindset but then we're also very manipulative with it. Oh, and yeah. I did not want to be lumped in with that crowd either. Like yeah. I, I, knew, I used to know a guy who had books on manipulation and things like that, that he would just read in his spare time. And I'm like, fucking weird. He was a good dude, but he was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just fucking Florida. Welcome to Florida. Oh, yeah. Dude, one of my biggest issues I had to learn to get over was uh, I was always the white knight. Like I made good money since I was like 19 years old. 
and you show me like a somewhat hot chick with three kids, no job, no house, and no car, and I'm like, I'm fucking there. Like, I got you. And I had to learn, like, I need to stop trying to save people because- it's not a good situation to put yourself. Now, I'm not saying dating a single mom that's struggling is a bad thing. I'm saying don't date a chick because you feel like you need to save her. Like, yep. find someone you're compatible with and go for it. Don't date somebody because they have a lot of money or they have a nice house or a nice car or whatever either, because that, like, that's a bad situation too. Yep. But yeah, that's something I had to learn myself was stop trying to save people. That being said, if I ever have like an 80 year old millionaire be like, come beat up this dust box for the next few oh. years. And then when I croak, it's all yours. I'm all over it, bro. Oh, I'm showing up in a fucking French maid outfit. I'm going to dust right. that pussy off. <laughs> God yeah, damn she's right. a, she got $600 million in the bank and wants my fucking little pud. Like, yeah, she's going to get it. I'll lick her <laughs> asshole. I'll do whatever she needs me to do. God, God damn right. <laughs> Courtney, this will afford us a house. I'll be back in three or four years. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so yeah, dude, it's just, it's been, that was, that was, I found out all of that information last night. So like <laughs> I've been oh, pro- processing stuff. that. And then, uh, before we get into, uh, what made my day today, you have some things noted down. Um, I don't know much about this show, so I would really like you to, uh, kind of give me an overview and then talk about what you'd like to talk about. You have, uh, the boys season three. Yes. So Anyone who hasn't watched The Boys or read the comic book is based off a comic. Um, fucking check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. It's fucking gnarly. So the bo- the premise of The Boys is what if superheroes were egotistical, corporate, corporate-sponsored dickbags? So you've got like awesome. – dude, it's fucking amazing. It's like uh, you've got a guy – it's – it's generic versions of, you know, the famous superheroes we all know and love. So you've got like a train is the flash. Basically, um, you've got Homelander is like the main guy. He's kind of the Superman with the laser vision and the um, go ahead. Go ahead for that part. And the you know, laser vision, super strength. He can fly all of that stuff. I'm sorry, my brain is so wrestling oriented that when you said one of them's name was A Train, so there yeah. used to be a wrestler. <laughs> uh, he was Albert for a while, and then yeah. he went by A Train, and he was just yeah. in his trunks, and he was the hairiest, biggest, tatted oh. or not tatted, but pierced up motherfucker. And I just pictured him in his little speedo, just running really fast. Sorry, it was just <laughs> no. You got like all really. the, you've got all these superheroes, right? Um, you've got this guy named uh, Billy Butcher who's uh played by carl urban fucking fantastic actor he uh basically he wants to kill all the superheroes so like i said they're all they're corp they're corporately sponsored by this company called vault which is basically like they're this universe version of disney where like they're the biggest corporation in the world they control everything um so this kid uh huey i think is his name he's dude the fucking anyone who hasn't seen it doesn't want spoilers avoid this little part right here opening scene he walks out of a shop with his girlfriend right he's holding her hand she's like standing on the sidewalk or like right in the street holding her hands and then she just fucking explodes just fucking blood and guts go everywhere he's standing there still holding her hands basically what happened is a train is like high as fuck and running somewhere and basically ran through her and she fucking exploded everywhere now the show is gory as fuck it's 
like blood, like people exploding. There's an invisible dude. Um, what was his name? Oh, I can't remember his superhero name. Uh, Butcher always called him the invisible cunt. Um, so spoilers if you haven't seen it. They they catch him early on. They're trying to figure out a way to kill him, but his skin is like diamond, basically, like it's impenetrable. So basically, they knock him the fuck out and shove a bunch of C4 up his asshole. So then he's like locked in this cage with a bunch of C4 up his ass. And they're like, you know, you try to fuck around. You try to get away. We're going to fucking blow you up. Of course, he fucking gets out of his little cage saying goes to run away. Somebody hits the fucking button. And dude, like I said, just fucking shit goes everywhere. It's funny because like they're cleaning it up and like they trip over his arm or some shit because it's still invisible. <laughs> <laughs> but like... So season three just got released recently, and I wanted to talk about the opening scene to just give you an idea of how fucked up this show is. So yeah, skip ahead a few minutes if you haven't seen season three and you don't want a spoiler. Basically, opening scene, um, there's a, they're hunting down superheroes. There's a guy called Termite. He's basically this universe Ant-Man, so he can grow really big, really small. Um, like they're, the one of the guys goes to a party and you see a bunch of guys standing around like oh yeah fuck the shit out of it yeah yeah they look in there this fucking termite dude has he's down small with a fucking barbie doll in like a barbie house just railing the shit out of it right (laughs) for for these people's entertainment he he like grows up he goes in the back room with this dude they start doing lines of coke and the dude like they start making out the dude's like oh i want you inside me and i'm like oh you know, cool, gotta have a gay fuck scene. No, that's not what happens. The <laughs> other dude, the the superhero termite dude shrinks down really small. The other dude pulls his dick out and lays it on the table. Termite dude runs and dives into his dick hole and like shimmies up inside of his dick. And then they actually show like a camera view from inside the dick where he's standing there like rubbing on the walls of it like this. And the guy's like, oh, oh, don't stop. It feels so fucking good. But like where they were doing cocaine, you know, he's doing cocaine. Sometimes sneeze pops up. So he's inside this dude's dick. And he's like, oh, oh. When he sneezes, he fucking expands to full size from inside this dude's dick and basically just explodes his body all over the room. Like, that's the opening scene of season three. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm telling you, you haven't watched this show and you love gratuitous, like, male nudity, basically. You love fucking superhero shit. You love people exploding. Like, watch this fucking show. It's just absolutely fucking insane. That sounds fucking awesome. You say it's on Amazon Prime? It's on Amazon Prime. It's called The Boys. So I yeah, have definitely Prime. check that out. Yeah, definitely check it out because it is fucking phenomenal. Oh, uh, random. But if you have Amazon Prime and you have it linked to your Twitch account right now, um, you can get Far Cry 4 for free. Nice. Just random. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, I will have to check that out for sure. Um, I am going to be rewatching Black Mirror sometime soon, too. Yeah, we got to get together on watching that so we can do a little extra episode on it. Because I fucking love Black Mirror. I'll stream that shit in Discord, do a watch along. I don't give a fuck. Nice. I, uh, I'm i sure I can figure out a way to do that, be it either sharing my screen and pulling Netflix up. And if it doesn't let me do that, or Matey, I'm sure there's a way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so let's go to the, let's go to the, uh, we'll, we'll skip. We'll, we're gonna swap yeah. the next. Two. I'll say speak, speaking of the boys. Yeah. Um. So I put down a note. I'm sure you were wondering what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah. Um. 
So the other day, I'm sitting here watching a long play of uh, Batman Returns on Super Nintendo. And I don't know if you played that one. That one's kind of like the Mortal Kombat style motion capture. So it's somewhat realistic looking for 16-bit. I think I had that on Game Gear. Or like I had one of the um, Game, uh, Game Gear Batman games. But yeah, I'm watching it, and that's the one where you had, you know, Michael Keaton as Batman, you had uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, you had Danny DeVito as the Penguin. They're fighting, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, of course the dude playing it's fucking great at these games, so he's kicking the shit out of the Penguin. I'm like, you know what? It's like, this makes sense to me, because I bet in real life Michael Keaton could kick Danny DeVito's ass. And then I started thinking about, like, what, <laughs> what actors who play heroes would win in fights i thought that'd be something fun to talk about that is a good fucking question so uh i think peacemaker would be high up there john cena just because of his fucking strength like that motherfucker's ungodly strong Um, well like who who was the actor who played his dad i'm not talking about the superheroes i'm talking about the actors who play them fighting no no no. i know that um the actor who played peacemaker's dad yeah it was i don't uh, remember i haven't actually seen the show uh robert patrick play peacemaker's dad so i think john cena could kick the shit out of robert patrick and you should watch that show it was way better than i expected it to be i mean i love john cena which uh, i do want to bring up in a bit but um the uh, let's see okay well let's go ben affleck versus uh henry cavill i was thinking the same thing and that's a tough one because they're both pretty strong uh ben affleck in that movie had the the body mass but he's older too so i think that would be a tough one but i, I think I'm, i got i got to give it to henry cavill man i'll say uh, i think i'm going to go with henry cavill i think he has this little more stamina that and especially if they if they did it like now now that he's been yeah. like doing the witcher and he had to get in shape and oh, shit yeah. for the witcher <laughs> um so i'm going to say go with netflix marvel uh john Bernthal's punisher versus charlie cox's daredevil oh punisher I, I think John Bernthal's kicking Charlie Cox's ass. Yeah, Punisher all day, dude. Uh, let's go, Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth versus Jason Momoa. Oh, everybody just wants to see them fight with their shirt off. They don't care who wins. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to go with my man Chris Hemsworth though, because he's got a fucking. Have you seen the trailer for Thor Four: The Love no. and Thunder? Dude, he is fucking jacked in that movie. Like, ah, uh, see. Because of my knowledge of wrestlers and Samoans and Hawaiians and how fucking tough those people are, dude, I'm giving it to Momoa. Like, he ain't giving up. He's going to go out there. He's going to do a fucking war dance, and he's going to kick the shit out of him. But Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth is Australian, and we've already talked about how fucking tough Australians are. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, that would do. That's that's main event right there. Oh yeah, that's the cage match main event. <laughs> this this is the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin right here. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's let's see. Uh. Iron Man. Let's go. Uh, Tony Stark versus uh the other Chris. Chris uh, Evans. Chris Evans. Chris Evans is gonna beat the shit out of Robert Downey Jr. That yeah. dude's so fucking. Just speaking of, <laughs> did you see when he had that fucking nude picture leak? Uh, Robert Downey. No, Chris oh. Evans. No. Chris Evans had a new picture. Look, look that shit up. It's the fucking funniest shit. That dude is a bro, one hundred percent. He's like sideways, standing in the mirror, like still flexing, gripping his dick with a fucking ball cap on backwards and shit. Oh, like, dude, Christ. you got you got to look up Chris Chris Evans's dick pic because it just fucking makes me laugh every time I see it. 
I remember uh, Seth Rollins had a, a naked picture leaked. And everybody was like, look how little his dick is. And I like, I looked at it. I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't look that small to me. But I mean, whatever. People are just going to be judgmental. I don't know. But yeah. I, I can't pick. Actually, I can actually 100% picture that dude with a baby wearing nothing but a backwards baseball cap like that. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. surprise me in the slightest. Uh, I'm trying to think of other. Okay. Here we go. Adam West versus. Uh, oh, shit. What is it? Oh, Christopher Reeves. Oh, pre pre wheelchair Christopher Reeves. I'm gonna give it to Adam West because I feel like he's scrappy. Me too, Adam West, and I feel like he would narrate it the whole time. Yeah, Adam West is beating your ass. <laughs> oh, I fucking loved Adam West. He was so great, dude. He was fantastic. Like in Family Guy, they couldn't have gotten anyone better to do a mayor than Adam West, just being his ridiculous ass self. Yeah. Like, there's one scene in particular that I remember from Family Guy where Peter, like, this kid asks him, say, hey, man, this gun machine stole my quarter. Yeah. And so he beats up the, the thing and he smashes it open and everything. He's like, what? This is a nickel. This isn't a quarter. And the the co- he starts hearing sirens. He's like, yeah. it was a setup. And he chews a bunch of gum, and blows a bubble, floats into the sky. And yep. he, here comes Adam West floating in up. The kid got you too, huh? <laughs> yep. So fucking dumb, but tremendous. Like anything Adam West did is like I think it's in the uh, Lego Batman games, where like so in the Lego Marvel games, in every level there's a hidden uh, Stan Lee that you have to find yeah. and save. In the Lego Batman games, it's Adam West. Nice, <laughs> and it's just. I was awesome. gonna say, dude, that's what DC should have done. Was like you know how Stan Lee had cameos in all the Marvel movies. Like Adam West should have been cameoed in the Batman movies. Oh, 100%. Even just like a, as a bellhop or something, you just see Adam yeah. West. Oh, shit. Because yes. that yep. is like, he is Batman. Like, no matter oh, what yeah. anyone says, like, you know, they're like, oh, with the movies and yada, yada. It's like, yeah, but dude, OG Batman will always be Adam West. Yep. Bang, pow, boom. Uh, um, I can't think of any more. I don't watch a ton of superhero movies, to be honest. Like, uh, I, I like them. Okay, here we go. See. Triple triple threat match between the three Spider-Mans. Oh, that's a good one. Um, are we talking all in their prime or? Yeah. 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 Nobody wants to see old man Tobey Maguire get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Andrew Garfield because he's, again, he's Australian. Fucking Australians are tough. Plus, I feel like he has the reach on the other two. Yeah. Yeah. I he's a little that. bit taller, a little bit lankier. I would want to see Tobey Maguire win, but he probably wouldn't. So I'm going to go deep in the well for the last one. Shaq from Steel. Versus Wesley Snipes from Blade. <laughs> oh, man. A young Shaq versus a young Wesley Snipes. I'm giving it to Wesley Snipes because I think that he would be smart enough to go for Shaq's knees. And you take Shaq's knees out, he's done for. I'm going to say, I'm going to put it towards a Game of Thrones with Ober Martell versus the Mountain. I think Wesley Snipes is going to be winning the fight. And then Shaq's going to get a hold of him and crush his head. <laughs> because <laughs> dude have you seen how big Shaq actually is in real life like that dude is so fucking big yeah he's massive oh yeah was it uh I think it was one of the roasts where they were like oh Kevin Hart sorry I didn't see you there I thought you were Shaq's dick shadow or something yeah. like that <laughs> oh that's that reminds me of a funny ass interview I saw Adam Sandler do uh it was on like Conan or something where he was talking about when they were shooting I think Grown Ups 2 and Shaq was there he's like oh yeah we're all out there you know 
playing ball. He's like, I'm living my dream. I'm getting a shot smacked in my face by Shaq. He's like, then Shaq was like, all right, I got to go take a shower real quick. And he's like, uh, everybody else getting ready to leave. And I'm like, man, I really got to see what Shaq's penis looks like. He's like, so I kind of like try to sneak into the shower room to like just steal a glance. He's like Shaq's bodyguard standing there at the door. He's like big, big, burly black dude, one eye, just standing there like, oh. Uh-uh. And I was like, and I was, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I know I shouldn't have. Please don't tell Shaq about it. He's like, so you know, so he walks off, and he's like, he sees Shaq later, and he's like, fuck, I bet his bodyguard told him I tried to look at his dick. I should go say something to him. He's like, walks up. He's like, hey, Shaq. Uh, about what I was t- what I was talking to your bodyguard about. He's like, "What bodyguard?" He's like, "I don't have no bodyguard. That was my penis." <laughs> <laughs> that was my dick. <coughs> I, I see that. I see that story pop up on Facebook, and it oh, cracks yeah. me the fuck up every goddamn time. Yep. Like I love Adam Sandler. He's the man. I don't care what critics say. So speaking <laughs> speaking of dicks, you know, jump into your topic. We skip. <laughs> yeah, man. So. I thought it would be got some good segues this episode. Uh, yeah, we do, man. I'm, I'm proud. Um, I, I'm I'm interested. Well, not really interested. I just think I thought it would be funny um, to tell the stories of how we lost our virginity. Uh, Fun times. You, you want me to go first? Uh, if you want to. Okay. So I think I was like 14 or 15, right? The girl I was dating was like 13 or 14, um, and I had never had sex before. She had had sex with her boyfriend previously. Again, Florida. Okay. Yeah. Um, she, so she comes, <coughs> she comes over after school one day and, uh, we're sitting in my living room and we're watching TV and we start making out and she like straddles me and we keep making out. And, uh, I ran my hands up her back and I think she thought I was trying to take her shirt off. Right. And she pulled her shirt back down and said, no. And I was like, oh yeah, sorry. No, I'm, I'm, my apologies. So we keep making out and then she looks at me again and she just pulls her fucking shirt off. And we keep going and she just looks at me and she goes, let's make this more comfortable and grabs my hand, takes me to my room. Uh, so we start making out in the bed, yada, yada, yada. My pants come off. I couldn't get hard. I was too nervous. So she's like, well, I'll solve this. Starts uh, orally pleasing me. And things went from there. Uh, but it was just like, I'll never forget the let's make things more comfortable because I thought that shit only happened oh, yeah. in movies. But <laughs> And I'm sure she got it from a movie or something. You know what I mean? But it Probably. was just like, it was a very, uh, and one thing I remember about that girl is that she had a very, um, oh, how would you, how would you just, an enlarged clitoris? Yeah. I think it was like bigger than normal, um, which was no problem to me. Uh, it made my life a hell of a lot easier, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> a I'm, lot I'm, easier. I, I've, I've been, been in that boat before. It's, it's not bad. It's not no, a it's bad not, thing at all. It's not, it's not a bad thing at all. So, like, if you're listening, um yeah don't be ashamed of that it's wonderful um yeah. But, but yeah so i dated her for a while after that and uh, i was her second and the last time i talked to her she had crested a hundred so mm, okay then yeah yeah <laughs> florida 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 yeah it was just it was yeah just the just, it really was the the whole thing was i was sitting in the bathroom the other night uh getting ready to take a shower and i was just thinking about that and just i just started giggling at the Let's make this more comfortable. <laughs> okay. Dude, speaking of, you ever do that when you're just like cranking down and you just start thinking about like some past conquest? You're just like, man, that was really fucking hot. Just start playing it back in your head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's the memories are stored there for a reason, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, if they ever get the hard drive out of my brain, I'm fucking going to jail. 
So I was a little bit older. I was 17. Um, and all my friends were like, you know, starting to have sex with their girlfriends and they were falling in love and, you know, wanting to get married and all that bullshit. So I was oh, big yeah. on the like, I spent all my time on the computer. I was like, you know, online chat rooms, all this shit. It was like, you know, uh, ICQ, uh, AOL oh Instant God. Messenger. There was one I used. I swear it was called like virtual places or something like that, but it was like, an actual browser window chat room, like a physical chat room. And you had these little like, uh, like avatars that you placed in the room and you could change the picture of it and all that stuff. So like, I remember talking to this girl and she lived like a town over. Um, so I was like, we, you know, fucking 17 year old boy, my dick was hard 23 and a half hours a day. <laughs> so we start talking, you know, she's like, Oh yeah. Uh, she's like, I think you're really cute, blah, blah, blah. So I go pick her up, bring her back to my house. And we had this single wide trailer that somebody had been living in, but it, nobody was living there, but we still had power and stuff. So we went out there. So, you know, my parents wouldn't come home and catch us. Yeah. The funny part is like, I fucking, I couldn't, couldn't bust a nut. Like the chick wasn't super attractive to me, but I was 17, you know, I wasn't into her, blah, 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 but whatever. Did it for a while, you know, finally finished. And like, I wasn't in love with her at all. Like all my friends had been talking about, like all I wanted was some more fucking <laughs> pussy. So like took her home, you know, and now I will say I was an asshole for doing that. I shouldn't have done that. It was wrong of me, but like, yeah, I started fucking just like, I got to get more of that from other places. So I just started fucking just slinging dick wherever I could. Yes, I fucked one of my friend's parents. <laughs> That oh, was fun. Yeah. Oh, I have the, a, Okay. The Keep fucking going. Mrs. Robinson thing. <laughs> That's fun. Um, yeah, now, like, I don't know. I just, just slinging, slinging dick in random places isn't a goal for me anymore. Like, I'd rather find somebody I can be happy with, like I said, who loves me for who I am, doesn't want me to change shit about myself. Yeah. This compatibility, because, you know, I'm 36 now. I want to be compatible with somebody. I don't want to just fuck everything that walks oh no I, I completely understand man um so i i have a, a a friend's mom story and i might have told it before but i'm gonna tell it again but first um i forgot the key ingredient so after me and that girl had had sex for the first time bro she left a fucking hickey on my neck that was un ungodly right <laughs> it was just when my mom came home from work and saw my neck she flipped the fuck out and i was not allowed to have girls over <laughs> uh anymore for like until my dad was like, listen, you can have girls over. Just be smart about it. Like, yeah. you know, he's like, my dad was always cool with that. Like, my mom would freak out, but my dad had had two kids before. I was my mom's first kid. So my dad was like, listen, calm down. Like, he's at that age, man. You just got to, this is, yep. this, this is going to start happening. Like, you know, yep. um, so my friend's mom, I might have told this story before. If I have, I apologize. You're going to hear it again. So I go to pick up a buddy of mine uh, who lived at another friend of mine's house with him and his mom and stuff. So his mom had been real flirty with me on Facebook and it was kind of odd, but I didn't think anything yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Well, I go over there to pick up homeboy one day and he goes out to my Explorer and I was like, well, I got to take a piss. So I'll be out there in a minute. Okay. He's like, yeah, man, no worries. No rush. So I'm in the bathroom and I walk out and there's standing my, my friend's mom. Now I've told this story differently before, but I'm going to give you all the real version right here. Okay. And she's just kind of looking at me. And I looked at her and I went, your tits look nice in that shirt. I don't know why I said that, but that's exactly what I, and, 
and she just pulled her titties out and was like, "Oh, you think they're nice?" And nice. I was like, "I was like, yeah, I do." She so she walks over to me and starts making out with me, pulls me into her room and keeps making out with me, grabbing on my wiener, pulls it out and starts fucking blowing me. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" It did not take long at all. This woman was a fucking oh, master yeah. at her craft. Okay, oh, yeah. so I'm like, you know, boom goes the dynamite. She is like, "Hell yeah!" Takes it all, pops off. Like I swear to God, it made the sound and everything and she at least in my head it did you know <laughs> yep. and she wipes her mouth and i'll never forget this too she wipes her mouth and she goes man that's like a warm gun right and i'm like oh so this is the first she did this like two or three times to me like but i'll never <laughs> forget getting in the car with my buddy who th- this wasn't his mom he was just like i said he was just living there uh and we're riding home and i just pulled up my phone and i put on happiness is a warm gun by the beatles <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I'll, I'll just remember my buddy feeling like, that's an odd song choice i was like i like the beatles he's like i know but like we never listened to them in the car i was like nah and i'm just <laughs> giggling to myself happiness is a warm gun <laughs> dude that was- reminded me that older lady i was with when i was a teenager shit happened to me it's never happened since then and it scared the fuck out of me at the time so i've always been a purveyor of pulling out like i'll use a condom and still pull out i ain't trying to make babies so, dude, I was like, you know, getting up in it good, getting ready, went to pull out. Dude, I got about halfway out and it fucking suctioned back in. And I'm just like pulling and pulling and pulling and like could not fucking get it out. I was like, dude, scared the shit out of me as a teenager. Bro, she flexed them kegels on you. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> this shit was pure fucking suction. It was just like, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, God damn it. Oh, no, no. Oh, man. Like, I've never had that happen again, but yeah, that shit just fucking, like a fucking magnet turned on. And, and I, I don't know why that reminds me of, I was sitting at my buddy's house. I So, I was dating this girl at the time, and we had had some sexual intercourse the night before. And I was, like, leaning over to grab something off the bed or something like that, and she just, like, spread my butt cheek, started licking my butthole. Oh. Right? And didn't warn me or anything and i was just like all right and i sat there and i like i let her do it and everything so i go to my i go to my buddy joey's house the next day and me and him were sitting there we're smoking joints we're playing video games and he's like about 10 years older than me like he's an older guy and <laughs> i'll never forget i was telling him about this i was like so me and me and bobby were uh, having sex last night and uh she licked my butthole and i'll never forget joey he had a cigarette in his hand he takes a drag of his cigarette and he just looks at me with his face and he just goes it was fucking wonderful wasn't it <laughs> and i was it's, like bro it was great it was weird but it was great yeah it's uncomfortable at first but <laughs> but i'll just like a fucking I, I wish i could just like dude if we ever like if i ever decide to do like write a tv show i'm gonna get you to direct it a and b like <laughs> i have these scenes in my like that scene just him just oh, the yeah. camera on him just sucking that cigarette and letting the smoke out and just being like it was wonderful, wasn't it? Because <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to say that. I was expecting him to be like, oh, yeah, man, like that would freak me out or that would, you know. Nah, he was like, no, hell yeah, that's great. Amber does that to me all the time. <laughs> Dude, reminds me of something else. One of the worst feelings to me is you ever been getting head from a chick, a fucking fart creeps up on you. And you're like, God, dude, I cannot fart right now. Like, she will stop giving me head and it feels too good. So you're just like flexing your ass together like fucking buns of steel. Try to, and she's like, oh, you about to come? You're like, oh, something's about to come out. <laughs> like, just keep, just keep going. Just keep going. 
yeah yeah i i absolutely i have 100 been there um because you're like if this motherfucker pops out it's gonna be bad and she's not gonna do this anymore have you ever had the issue where like the chick's giving you giving you some good brain but like there's too much teeth involved and like you don't want to be rude yeah <laughs> and you're just like oh this i had this one girl it was like a goddamn cheese grater it was awful oh. and uh I eventually just like got her to just stop blowing. It wasn't enjoyable for me at all. Yeah. Like I was like, listen, I, I I'm a modest person, right? I don't like to brag, but like yeah. if you look at my dick and you're like, wow, that looks bigger than my mouth. Please just just yeah. do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not everyone's gonna be like that one girl I brought over who was like, oh yeah, don't worry about that, and then pulled her teeth out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which that let me tell you, that was awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had one that uh, she got her front teeth knocked out at one of her kids' baseball games. Like a baseball hitter and knocked her teeth out. And she was like ow. waiting for the bridges to come in. And yeah, so I got a little bit of experience with that. And I was like that that eighty year old lady. Um, she's got she got dentures. Yeah, we're we're good to go. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, well for the listeners that are still here, yeah, let's, we're still here. Let's move on to some uh, some chat. So if and if you've already came. Listen to this afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Have a cigarette. Listen to us talk about some video games. Now, as much as Nate likes to say this is a video game podcast, I would like to clarify that it's not. We're just two dudes who are gamers, but yep. we're probably going to spend probably the next, I don't know, at least 30 minutes talking about video games. <laughs> so, uh, the Summer Games Fest 2022 happened. Yeah. And I missed that one. I did not watch that one, but I will comment on whatever you want to talk about on it. Well, there were there were two things that stood out to me. Well, actually, a couple. Um, so they released an uncut trailer and some gameplay footage from the Callisto Protocol, which I have still not watched, but I have heard amazing things from everybody I've heard watch it. It looks fucking intense, dude. And there are definite like dead spacey vibes. You know what I mean? Like your life oh, yeah. bar, your life bar is this weird green bar on the back of your guy's neck, like you're in a space prison, nice. right? And like shit has gone haywire. What's weird is that game takes place in the world of player unknown battlegrounds, PUBG. Oh wow, really? And I don't know anything about the lore behind that game, so it makes me want to look into that because I'm like, well, what would have happened in PUBG that would cause an alien breakout in a prison in space? Like, I'm intrigued. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and there were like a bunch of other space horror games announced that I can't remember the names of. Um, this fucking thing I have pulled up just isn't giving me oh i'm sorry one of them is called routine now uh, routine i'm intrigued about this game because get this it got its new trailer right yeah a decade after it was announced jesus so i'm very curious to see what the fuck that game's gonna be if it's been in development for that long was it development yeah. hell or have y'all just been refining it for 10 years like, <laughs> i mean cyberpunk was in development for like eight years we saw how that came out ah that's true well it eventually like, became really good. Like I said, I will die on the Cyberpunk Hill. That game was fucking amazing. The story was fucking brought tears to my eyes almost. Like it was so fucking good. Yeah, that's people all my, need to give that game a chance. It's on my list of games to pick for the Steam Machine. It would be cool. We'll have you guessed. Come talk about oh, yeah. it. Um a, a couple other games that came out on that Summer Games Fest was interesting was Marvel Midnight Suns. Have you seen that? Anything game about that game looks really fucking dope, yeah. It looks really cool. And uh, supposedly you can use Spider-Man on the Xbox version, which is nice. It's, he's not paywall behind PlayStation. 
Oh, hell yeah. Well, that makes sense because they're bringing uh, one thing they got announced during this Summer Games Fest is that Spider-Man is coming to PC. Yeah. And, and I believe Game Pass. Um, mm. It might have not been Game Pass. It might have just been coming to PC. Yeah, because I don't think they're going to let them put it on Xbox at all. So I don't think they'll do Game Pass. I think they're just going to sell a PC port of it. Uh, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 trailer looked great. Oh, yeah. You, you're I've probably going to score some serious points for that. Yeah, I've got that in our fantasy league, and I I feel like that one's going to be. I wonder if they're going to leave the uh, the no Russian act in it though. Oh, I feel well, like they right. may that's, take that out, especially with current that. political events. But so anyone who doesn't know, in the original Modern Warfare Two, you play a you like a CIA agent or something. You go undercover with this Russian militant crew. And there's a mission called No Russian where you literally are in an airport and you have to gun down a bunch of innocent civilians. If you choose not to fire, the guy in charge will be like, hey, that guy didn't shoot anybody. He's a spy. Kill him. So to progress through the mission, you have to actually gun down a bunch of innocent people. I'm really curious if they're going to leave that in or not. Like that's that's one thing I'm kind of like. I understand why it shouldn't be in there, but I kind of still want to see it in there. Yeah. I mean, I could see why they wouldn't do it, but I think just for the, uh, what's the joke on Factory Seal? The artistic integrity. I think they should leave it the in. The artistic vision. Yeah, the artistic vision. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. They announced, oh, they showed some gameplay from, or um, another trailer for One Piece Odyssey, which is an RPG game that I'm looking forward to. Um X Starcraft 2 developers are developing a new RTS called Stormgate. Uh, Aliens Dark Descent is going to be like a top-down shooter, multiplayer shooter with alien stuff. That looks pretty cool. Nice. Um, Street Fighter 6 got a new trailer. Speaking of, I want to I divert a little bit. Have you seen the trailer for the new movie Prey? Yes. That movie looks fucking amazing. For anyone who doesn't know, Prey is part of the Predator universe, but it's going to be the Predators are coming back during the reign of like the Comanche Native Americans. So it's actually Comanche Native Americans fighting against a predator. What is so fucking cool about this movie is it will be the first feature film to have a dub completely in the Comanche language. So you can actually watch this movie 100% in the Comanche language. I think that is fucking for like, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like visibility representation. That is fucking, for representation, that is fucking amazing. That someone who speaks or understands Comanche can watch this movie as it would have actually happened historically if, you know, predators were real. Um, I just think that's fucking amazing. I can't wait to see this. I love alien and predator shit anyway, so I'll probably be there the week, the opening weekend to see that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It does look really fucking good, dude. Did you, did you ever play Far Cry Primal? No, I did not. So, they created an ancient, like an ancient style language for that game, but that whole game is in the tribe's language. Like you have nice. to read subtitles. Like there is no English, and which makes sense because I mean these games that take you back to that, you know, that time period, and then they talk in English. It's kind of weird. You know, you know like, what? You know what did a really cool job of that? Did you ever watch Vikings? Uh, no, I've been meaning to though because I know Edge is in that show and I love Edge. Vikings is really cool because the Vikings speak in English. But when they meet actual English-speaking people, they're speaking a different language, which is kind of neat. Because it's like they wouldn't understand each other because the Vikings would actually be speaking Slavic or whatever language from where they were from. 
So to combat that, because you know they didn't want the entire show to be in Slavic or whatever, they changed the English speakers to you know speaking a foreign language that nobody understood, which I thought was a really interesting yeah. way to do that. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good way to do it. I quite I quite enjoy that idea. Um, that that show is really fucking good. I really like Viking and Norse mythology and stuff. Um, I can't wait to see the Northmen. I want to see that movie really bad. I've heard amazing things about it. Uh, the, so the big thing that came out of the Summer Games Fest that I was interested in talking to you about, my good sir, yes. is that they are remaking The Last of Us, part one. While I think that's cool, it's going to be 70 bucks. And I feel like that's that's not cool. Like I feel like this should be like a forty dollar game at most. I get yeah. they put work into remastering it and stuff, but it's gonna be the same story. You know, this we're talking about a PS3 game. I think that game came out around the time Skyrim came out, maybe like two thousand eleven ish. Somewhere around. Um, let's see. I'm gonna look it up to be sure. But uh, yeah, you're talking about a PS3 game that's already had a PS4 remaster, and now it's getting a uh PS5 remake which i mean it looks good but like i feel like 70 bucks is too much especially with there being 80 and 100 dollar versions of it too well i can so tell came, you oh, it came out in june 2013 so it's nine years old and t- by the time you hear this it'll be nine years old like work on part three i want to see a good part three i think they're doing this to capitalize on the show that's coming out Oh, absolutely, because the original version or the remaster is for PS4 is one of the like $20 greatest hits games now. Um, the PS3 version, I've got like three or four copies in the store. It's like a $7 game. I guarantee you, you will not see those $20 copies of it on the shelf anymore. Like, I guarantee you they oh, have no. stopped printing those. That shit's going to sell out, and then your only option to play it is going to be this PS5 version for 70 bucks. Yeah, that's just like uh, Final Fantasy VI when they released the Pixel remaster. Yeah. The version I have on Steam, you can't get anymore. And that's why I thought it was so cool when I loaded it up and I got that achievement that just said, thanks for playing the game. I was like, I'm one of the last people that will ever get this achievement. (laughs) Nice. That's fucking weird to think about. (laughs) Like, I love the the series, but like, I'm broke right now. I can't justify 70 bucks on a game I already have in my entertainment center at the house, you know? Oh, yeah, I was about to say it might come to Game Pass, but no, it won't because it's a Sony No, because it's Sony, yeah. Well, maybe it'll come to their like PlayStation Plus thing if you decide to Maybe, and that. something they've done recently as well is some of those remakes for PS5 have eventually been released as like PS Plus games too, so yeah, Ooh, maybe speak, that. Speaking of, just if anybody hasn't played God of War, that's a free game for PS Plus on uh, PlayStation right yeah. now. And definitely fucking play it because that game is phenomenal. Yeah, I have. Uh, I think I, got, they're, I think they're doing that. I feel like we'll hear something about Ragnarok soon. Hopefully, hopefully, I need to play through it. Uh, I have it on PC, um, not on Steam, but I have it. You know, in ways, but uh, I haven't played through it yet. Though I've been I've been saving that one to do maybe for the show or something. But I just I don't know how Nate and Willie would get along with that because it's like a Souls s game, and I think Nate has been toying with if, the idea. If you turn the difficulty down, it's not insane to get through 
Um, cause you can actually play it on like story difficulty where it's like almost no challenge at all. I love story difficulty. Anytime any game offers that, as long as it doesn't yeah. affect the game. Cause you know, sometimes like the yeah. older games, they'd be like, Oh, you played on easy when I have to go play on normal to see the ending. Yeah. I, I hate that shit. Um, yeah. I hate, <laughs> I hate achievements that are based on beating the game at its hardest difficulty. I don't like shit that's locked behind difficult because what if, you know, I'm just, a bad gamer. I'm not very good at video games. I'll admit that. I like playing on easy because I want to enjoy the story. I don't care so much about the challenge. But think about people out there that are like, you know, physically disabled that may not be able to beat a game like God of War on an extreme difficulty because they just physically can't. Something yeah. I think is really cool that Spider-Man does is you have uh like four difficulties, the lowest being friendly. I think it's like friendly or friendly neighborhood or something. Basically, that's what my seven year old plays on because you can't be, you can't get killed, basically. You can't get knocked out. Like, so he can play it and he can fight bad guys and stuff and feel like he's accomplishing something without, you know, just getting fucking bodied every time he runs up against a hard opponent. Uh, control had a, a mode like that too. Uh, control yeah. had a lot, uh, control really had a lot of stuff like that for, um, I yeah. can't think of the word, um, accessibility options. And oh, yeah. you could make you could make it to where you would lose HP, but you wouldn't die. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could set it to where your gun would recharge a little faster, or you could set it to where you know you don't take damage at all. You know, it was just it was all these oh, different. Yeah. Things. And I like that, like because sometimes when I'm playing like in Yakuza right now, and I'm playing like this thing, I keep thinking about is like I keep telling myself I'm not going to cheat, but when I'm playing a story driven game where like you're the I, where I'm mostly focused on the story. Yeah main characters and stories don't die you know what i mean so when i get to these points where in these games where it's like i get to a part where i'm dying over and over and over i get no less satisfaction if i had god mode on and i went in there and fought that boss and killed it like i get no less satisfaction than doing it normally or doing it cheating like that's just always how i've been because i'm more interested in seeing where's this story going what kind of world are you building the combat is just extra coolness you know what i mean Oh, yeah. And that's my thing is, like I said, what I get from a video game is a very long movie. I love yeah. the story. I want to know what's happening. I want to know how it ends. I don't want to fight the same boss 50 times to get past it. You know, it's, that's not fun for me. I know other people enjoy that because, uh, oh, you learn, you get a sense of accomplishment when you beat them. I don't care about that. I just want to play and learn about these characters. You know, that's why I told people like The Last of Us was. 12 or 14 hours long but that story you know it was great the whole fucking way through yeah to me last of us part two when it came out all i heard was oh they made it like 30 hours long and you know they just, it drags out blah 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 dude i fucking loved every second of that game i beat the last of us part two and immediately started playing it again but now the second playthrough i turned on uh basically i, I don't know if you can do it at the beginning or once you beat the game you can turn on cheats, basically. So I turned on, like, infinite ammo, infinite crafting items, like, one-shot kills, stuff. So I just went through the game. You know, anytime there was a bad guy, I just bat dead, you know. Yeah. And it that made it more fun for me because I'm not sitting here struggling struggling with enemies. Um, I can just march through them. Yeah, and it gives you, like, that. It's almost like a power complex. Oh, like yeah. You're just like, yes, I am the ultimate being. It's it's what I call uh, Duke Nukem. It's just fucking like Duke Nukem. You just ran in fucking guns blazing and just beat the shit out of everyone. Like the Batman games, the Arkham games. I fucking love going in there and just beating the ever-loving shit out of everybody. Yeah. 
dude it, it's like uh the witcher 3 is a lot like that where you go in yeah. and you're just getting to be sword fights and you're just dancing around these dudes and then you slice this one motherfucker from hip to shoulder and he just falls in half and then the next yep. guy you stab him through the chest and then as you pull your sword out you pirouette and then just slice a motherfucker's head off and you're like bro yep. i am a murder machine i am the witcher yep. you know <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's fantastic like but it, it all correlates back to like if a game has really 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 good gameplay and a weak yeah. story, yep. I'm not going to enjoy it as much. Whereas a game can have a really fucking good story, and the gameplay is just so-so, I'm going to like that way more. Dude, and I love like uh, the Telltale games, like almost visual novels, where you're watching a movie, but you're making choices, and your choices are affecting the... Like the Batman Telltale game was, was great, yeah. because I'm getting to watch a Batman movie that's you know 12 hours long, but I'm dictating what's happening in it. I dude, I really like I've I've played a handful, not many, but a handful of visual novels and I've enjoyed every fucking one of them. Oh, yeah. They're fun. You know what I mean? And they yep. they're a g- good storytelling medium with being able to show. It's almost like a picture book in ways. Yep. You know, but I don't know. People have their opinions on them. But like Doki Doki Literature Club, one of the most impactful experiences I've ever had. And that fucking game see, was free. See, I've thought about playing that. Because it's out on like Switch and stuff, but like I just don't have the money to pick it up. So, well, you have a computer. Yeah. The original Doki Doki Literature Club on Steam is free. It was a free game. When they okay. did the, when they released the Plus, there's like some added content, and that was just like more of a thing to help support the dev team and stuff like that. And yeah. they also had to, you know, money goes towards porting it to these other systems because originally, uh, like I said, it was just the Steam. But the original Doki Doki Literature Club, and this is for anybody, is free on steam you can go download it you can play it and do not look up anything about it try if you can to play it in one to two sittings i played through it in one sitting it took me like five hours like but my god it's it's what a ride (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say we had talked about the dark pictures anthology the madame madan and a little hope and all they're like that it's mostly you like you're walking you know you're controlling your character and stuff but it's more like a visual novel kind of there's parts you're going through looking for stuff there's not a lot of combat stuff in it like traditional video game stuff it's telling you a story and you're kind of in control of that story how things how things happen how how the ending comes through so that game has a ton of different endings depending on the choices you make through the game yeah and i love shit like that dude i used to love choose your own adventure novels and stuff Yep, yep, I still got one from my childhood, like laying me around. Too. So it was a Star Wars one. Uh, mine's, a, I think, Goosebumps or something like that. But yeah, me too. It's, it's somewhere around here. I saw nice. it the other day when I was uh, doing cleaning. Um, so let's let's uh, roll on to the today. I feel like this this fucking yes. Xbox and Bethesda showcase had something for everybody. Oh uh, yeah. that I know. Um, so the first thing they showed was Redfall, which is which the fucking looks amazing. Like I can't wait to play that game. Uh, as soon as I was like vampires, uh, boner, I'm in. See, I, love I don't even fucking like vampires, but the way the story of that game seems, the the art style they use and shit, I'm like, I just really want to. Basically, for anybody listening, Redfall is Left for Dead with vampires instead of zombies. Like, sign and me it the looks, fuck up. <laughs> it looks fucking amazing. Like, I don't like vampires, but it looks amazing. Also, um. It's open world, so it'll be a little yeah. different than Left 4 Dead. But yeah, absolutely. It's the co-op shooter 
Um, it's a four person team. You can play, you know, you with three AI, you can play with up to four real life people. And yeah, you're, just, I'm assuming you're doing missions and stuff. You're trying to figure out what happened in, on this island, but you, uh, you're fighting vampires. There's a bunch of like special vampires with special abilities and stuff. Looks fucking yeah. amazing. I can't wait to try it out. And, and the- it's day one game pass. Yeah, well, I think most of this shit is, which is fucking wild, dude. Game Pass is so oh, yeah. wild. Um, they're not the Twilight vampires, which I feel like Twilight put a put a negative connotation on vampires for a long time. Whereas, like, my vampires are Anne Rice vampires. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the sexy in the dark type vampires. Now these these vampires are more horror vampires, yeah. and I'm all for that too. You know what I mean? They don't sparkle though, and I'm that's what I'm fine with. Um, the the next announcement that they did, I heard Nate pop a boner. Uh, all the way from where he lives to here. Um, because you heard his, you heard his dick thump his desk from your yeah, house. Was, was, I woke up and I was like, oh, they must have released the there, Silk Song trailer. There's been there's been a disturbance. <laughs> so I, I I didn't get to watch this live. I watched it after uh, waking up. I slept through it on unfortunately. But um, I will say, uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song got a trailer finally. Yeah, which I saw. Nate has been like pining for this game. There were two games that he was like sure that he was excited for that were never going to come out and it was shredder's revenge and hollow knight silk song and he gets and, both of them before the end of the year but well well maybe hollow knight silk song still has no release date true but it is coming to xbox and xbox game pass and it will be game pass day one but something they said in the showcase is every game they showed will be available in the next 12 months so by next summer that game will be out Woo! nate calm yourself I, I, I can I can hear you sweating frivolously. And I grabbing. feel like those, I don't want to call them low-budget games, but you know what I'm talking about. Those styles of games, they don't it, take as long to make. So I feel like it's one of those things where they're not going to do a release date and it's like two years away. I feel like they'll say, all right, this will be ready for release and it'll be like four months, maybe. You, you say that, but Silk Song has been like in the works for a couple years now, apparently. So I don't know. Nate would be more of the you know. Tune into the next episode of the Steam Machine podcast to hear Nate talk about silk song. Jesus pants, (laughs) because we will be talking about this on there too. Um, The next one that they showed was a game called High on Life. Now I am that game looks fucking great. (laughs) I'm not a big Rick and Morty fan, right? Um, I think the humor in that show is great. I do not like how Rick always sounds like he's like five seconds away from throwing up. Yeah, that grosses me the fuck out, and I just can't get over it, right? But I have some seen some funny shit. I've been meaning to watch Solar Opposites because I've heard Solar it's Opposites is fucking amazing. I love that show. But this High on Life is a cartoony first person shooter from the creators of Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites, and I knew immediately because the your pistol talks to you. <laughs> like all, pistol- yeah, all your weapons have faces that face you, and they all talk to you and say weird shit. Like I remember the one where like you shoot a you shoot a bullet, and like a little blue monster comes out, and the guy's like, "Oh, that's one of my children." He's, yeah, he's like, "Don't like, worry, they're really easy to make." Yeah, they're really easy for me to make, and I was like, "Oh, that that's just." Uh, I didn't yeah. like that. That was the one part where I was like, "Uh, that's a little that's a little <laughs> creepy to me," but that's fine. Um, I'm sure it was there to do exactly that. Um. The one gun's like, you know, you're squeezing me kind of tight. You can at least take me to dinner, maybe some drinks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, the the first gun, when he starts talking, it's absolutely Morty's voice. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I know exactly what this is. And just by the art style, I was like, this looks like Trover Saves the Universe. Yep. <laughs> so that's probably going to be a cool game. Um, 
The next thing announced was the all champions, agents, and foundations are going to be unlocked for League of Legends, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Legends of Runeterra, Team Fighting Tactics, and Valorant for Xbox Game Pass this winter. Yeah, which I'm not a League of Legends person, so I didn't care as much about that, but I know it has a very big and very dedicated fan base, so I'm sure a lot of them popped a little pop little pants tents. Oh, yeah, dude, because it's like instead of trying to like you just have all this shit unlocked if you get it through Game Pass, I'd be happy. Oh, yeah. Uh, the one that came next, I was excited to see it because I can't wait to watch somebody play it on YouTube was Plague Tale Requiem. Yeah. I uh, still haven't played the first one. I bro, need to, but I haven't. I hope you enjoy it more than me and Nate enjoyed it gameplay wise. The story, like the story, I just couldn't get on with a lot of the stealth gameplay. Like, yeah. I don't know my stealth, my stealth games. I, I really do enjoy a good stealth game, but I just couldn't get on with this one particularly. But watching somebody play through it on YouTube where there was no commentary, it was just the game playing. Yeah. Holy fuck was the story really fucking good. And uh, if, if you've listened to the episode where me and Nate talked about that on the Steam Machine, um, we were like, it would make a great show. Oh, yeah. Um, I, so, think there's, I think there's talks of making it into a show. It, it would do well. I really think it would. Um, but So I have no interest in playing this game. But once this game comes out, I will probably end up watching someone play it at some point All right. to see how that story continues. Uh, all right. Your car, man. You're, you're car, man. And uh, car stuff happened. Oh, Forza for Mort- sure. Forza Motorsport coming in 2023. Is this a reboot? Um, I don't this- know because mm-hmm. Forza Motorsports has been a longstanding series. So they would be on, this would be the eighth game. So I don't know if they're just going to make it Forza Motorsport 8 or if they're just going to call it Forza Motorsport. Basically, it's, I mean, so Forza Horizon is the open world, you know, festival game. Forza Motorsport, Forza Motorsport is more like, uh, Gran Turismo. It's the, the track based simulation racer. And this one's been completely revamped. It's, uh, New physics models, new damage models, like everything. Some of the trailer footage I've seen just looks absolutely fucking realistic. It has noted here that it's going to have real-time ray tracing on the tracks. Yep. That's wild, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm going to need a new graphics card. Uh. <laughs> well, at, le- at, least they're, uh, at least they're coming back to normal price now. That yeah. cryptocurrency has crashed and burned. Thank God. Um, yeah, uh We'll, we'll touch on Forza Horizon because there was a thing announced a little later that gave me a gamer boner. Um, oh yeah! But up next, so I couldn't believe when it cop when it popped up and it was like Microsoft's longest running series. My oh, brain yeah. was immediately like, "What the hell could this be?" And then it starts showing stuff, and I'm like, it lo- "Honestly, I thought it was like Age of Empires or something." I'm like, "There's no way that this is." No, I was wrong. It was Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> yep, Flight Simulator is 40 years old. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Uh, Which now, I don't know if you remember the original flight simulator. It was like almost like a DOS game. Like it was real low res. Yeah. And then like flight simulator, like 95 or 96 or something was like me and one of my, my best friend in elementary school had it and we would play it at his house. I couldn't land a plane for shit. I can take off, but I'm fucking crashing coming down like. I I used to play it, so we had technology class in high school in like 7th and 8th grade, and one of the modules that we had to do was a flight simulator. Uh. And we had to take off and land and all that kind of stuff. I bring this up because I'll never forget that we were in that class, and it was dark, and everybody was watching a movie that they had on. I wanted to go play flight simulator. 
So I went back there and I'm in the back of the room, nobody around. So I whipped my dick out and beat off. <laughs> and, and then uh, then I went back to playing Flight Simulator. I don't know why I did that, but it was like, I, why not? So I have this story for the rest of my life. So yeah, I got to beat off in technology class. It was, it was wonderful. Dude, I mean, it's fucking teenage boy shit. Like I said, you just yeah. have a boner all the fucking time. And like it, it didn't take long to, to beat off back then either. Like you fucking could three stroke it and just fucking shoot a load across the roof. Yeah, yeah, it didn't take long. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I was awful at Flight Simulator, and I still am. Like, uh, I really enjoyed this new one though. So I'm interested in this 40th anniversary because it's an expanded edition. Yeah, that's gonna have a bunch of new style of planes. It looked like a bunch of older style planes, maybe from the older games and stuff. Yeah, and like bring them in. well, like I know they had like the Wright brothers biplane. They had the spirit of st louis like had a bunch of like iconic planes added and what was really cool after that which they've added to flight simulator today you can fly the uh, yeah i can't remember the name of it uh but you can fly the the carrier jet from halo infinite so i was doing that in the background while you were talking it was like <laughs> it's like uh that looks really cool um, I think if they added a Quinjet from the Avengers, that'd be pretty fucking cool too. Oh, something else they added that I forgot. They added uh helicopters in this new expanded edition. Yes, which bitch. is really fucking cool. I was like, what copters? Oh, I yeah. love copters, bro. I don't know what it is. Get ready, get ready to log into Flight Simulator and Kobe Bryant. This bitch. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, everyone. I'd like to apologize for that tasteless <laughs> joke. Be with the starving pygmies down in New Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, like I imagine actually flying a helicopter would be really fucking hard to do. Oh yeah, I can't even imagine being a pilot of anything. I don't I don't want that much pressure. That's what I explain to people like being uh playing flight simulator. I'm like it's really cool to play, but the thing about it is it's a flight simulator. So say you want to fly from here to Ireland. That's like a seven and a half hour flight. It's gonna take you seven and a half hours to make that flight. Yeah. Like if you, if you need to stop like in new york and get fuel then you absolutely yeah. should do that <laughs> yep or you're going to crash in the middle of the atlantic ocean or you, yeah die. or you're gonna go down yeah yeah i i i remember when flight simulator first came out i would really like to check it out again <clears throat> what i need to do is <clears throat> re-up my game pass and then download it um but i haven't played it since it like first launched and oh, they've yeah. been improving it and improving it improving it and uh when it first launched i flew into my hometown crashed into where my house is supposed to be School, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh, I got a HOTUS, an Xbox HOTUS traded in at the store. For anyone who doesn't know, a HOTUS is a hands on throttle and steering, it's an airplane controller for your video game console. That would be if nobody buys that, I may just hook it up one day and fucking try out some flight simulator with an actual controls. Hell yeah, dude. And you know, make it more realistic when I crash into trees and mountains and shit. Oh, yeah, my. My buddy Dustin has one of those for his PlayStation, and he uses it for Ace Combat 7. Dude, and looking at that thing, I'm like, man, there's just so many fucking buttons on this controller. Like, I can't imagine having to do this in real life. Fucking wild. Yeah, he's got, like, the throttle stick and then the fucking steering stick and all that oh, shit. Yeah. It's really cool. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the, the the Halo ship was surprising, but I was like, oh, that's, re- that's really quite neat. Oh, yeah. Um, Overwatch 2. New trailer for finally, that. Finally got announced. Yeah. The, the big surprise to me is that it's free to play. Oh, yeah. And that's not, it's not surprising to me because if you're going to be in that genre, you kind of have to be free to play now because 
everybody else is. And they'll, they'll make their money off cosmetics, just like Fortnite and PUBG and Warzone and all the rest of them. Speaking of that, really quick, Diablo Immortal. We'll talk about Diablo later. But Diablo Immortal now has the lowest user score in history on Metacritic. What is it? Diablo Immortal? So, no, what is the score? Oh, oh God. That's a good fucking question, bro. I didn't even think to look at no, that. Oh, no one God. needs to know what Diablo Immortal is. You know, what's what's sad is it's the basis of a really good game. It's just really money hungry. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's Blizzard's uh it's Blizzard that does uh Diablo, right? Yeah. It's Blizzard's oh my God. cash grab. What is it? So the Metacritic score uh from reviewers uh is 63 the yeah. user score is 0. 0.2 0.2 0. 0.2 fucking two gotta love it holy shit it is a fucking sea of zeros <laughs> there's one 10 this one person it's in a different language so i can't read it but there's one this game is a 10 but and man. they probably worked on the game that is <laughs> awful i feel bad for the people who worked on that game because the people who are creating the art styles and things like that, they have no say in the monetization yep. and stuff, you know? So and, and think about it. Like you, you know, you finished school, you've worked hard. You finally are like, Oh man, I love Diablo. I finally get to work on a Diablo game. They're like, all right, start making assets and shit. You start hammering out all this really cool shit. And then two years into you making it, one of the executives comes in. They're like, we did some studies and, and we're going to make this a free-to-play game with microtransactions and put it on mobile. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this was my dream, and you fucking shoved it up your asshole to make a few extra bucks off of it. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how pissed I would be. Um, so, yeah, uh, Aura, History Untold, uh, yeah. looks like it is an evolution in turn-based historical grand strategy. So, it gave me civilization... Vibes. Yeah, I kind I kind of got that from it. Uh, but we'll see. There was not much to the trailer. I mean, it looked cool, you know. Um, oh, yeah. But I didn't see any gameplay or anything. Uh, up next, uh, the next Elder Scrolls Online expansion, High Isle, looks cool. If you're an Elder Scrolls Online fan, which Elder Scrolls yeah. Online is a good game, uh, that's coming out. Uh, Fallout seventy six is getting the pit. Which I, fucking Bethesda just fucking stop. Fuck seventy six. Make Fallout six. Like, I just want a single-player game. I'm tired of multiplayer online shit. Why skip Fallout 5? Whichever one. Make, an, <laughs> make another game. Make like another single-player good game. It's like Goat Simulator 3 coming out. There was never a 2. Yeah. Like, they're, just, they're going the Troll 2 thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Fallout 76 is better now. I'll give them that. But, but I, I, I get what you're saying. I online with people. I, like, me I, would, and my buddy I, would play, I would like to play with you. I would play that game with you. But that's the thing is you, I don't, you can't play just us. There's other people just in the world randomly. If yeah, unless one of us has the uh, the monthly yeah, uh, subscription which I'm not, thing, I'm yeah. not paying for that. Well, understand. But like me and a, me and my buddy were talking about it today. I was so stoked when Back for Blood came out because it was a it was a Left for Dead spiritual successor. It was a great game, but it had all these skins and all this different shit you could unlock, right? Except you couldn't unlock it in single player mode. You had to play online with other people to unlock it. And that, like, I immediately stopped playing the game when I found that out because I was like, this is fucking horseshit. Apparently, they have now changed that where you can unlock that stuff in single player. So maybe I'll go back and try it again. But, like, 
dude, I was so heartbroken when I found that out because I was like, I don't want to play online with people I don't know. I hate playing with random people on the internet. Yeah. Uh, I will say, um, I haven't put a ton of time into 76, but the few times that I have been playing and I've run into other players, dude, they've been the nicest fucking people in the world. And I think it's probably because they don't ever see any new people. You know what I mean? So, like, they oh, yeah. see this newbie. Like, I had a guy run over to me and he, like, he did something where he, like, crouched a couple times. I guess yeah. to like show me he was a real person, and then he just started throwing like helpful things on the ground, oh, yeah. and then pointing at it. And I'm like, oh, well, thank you. But see, like I played uh, me and my buddy Austin. We played a lot of Fallout Four. We played uh, Far Cry Five together. And when Fallout seventy six came out, we started playing it. We played it when it first came out, and it was absolute fucking doo doo. Like yeah. there was no, there was no voice acting. There was no real missions and shit. No NPCs, like you just kind of, yeah. yeah, like it was just not good. And we, I haven't played it since, so maybe it's better now. I don't know. I have no desire to go back to it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the big problem is that it came out in such a state that a lot of people just lost interest. Yeah. Yeah. And I bought the big, like, power armor edition with the big power armor helmet and everything. So at least I got that. You know, I got a cool collectible out of it. But the game itself, I just didn't fucking care about it all. Yeah. The, uh, the next announcement I was stoked for because I'm a kid at heart. Uh, Forza Horizon 5, the Hot Wheels expansion. Oh, yeah. Which they do this for every Forza Horizon game, and it's fucking cool when they do the Hot Wheels shit. Because it's all these Hot Wheels tracks up in the sky you're racing on and stuff. Dude, And it's, it's pretty fucking cool. I can't tell you how many hours as a kid I spent building Hot Wheels tracks and playing with Hot Wheels. So, like, oh, yeah. that's just singing nostalgia to me. It makes me want to actually buy Forza Horizon. Uh, I had it on Game Pass and was playing it. Um but I didn't get a chance to, you know, actually purchase the game. But having it where yeah. I could, you know, buy Forza Horizon 5 and then buy that little bundle thing that they have that comes with all the extra stuff and get the Hot Wheels. Oh, yeah. yeah, I might be in for that. Oh, yeah. um, the next one, I was not sure what the fuck was going on in this trailer at first until I saw a particularly rendered face. Then I knew what it was. So there was like talk of aliens and people crashing onto a planet and all this type of stuff is showing dinosaurs oh yeah and i'm like what in the fuck is going on here dude and then this big t-rex like eats this raptor it's like and and does this thing then then they show the guy on his back and he goes nothing's more important than family yeah Yeah, because it's fucking vin diesel (laughs) and uh this little girl who's been narrating and it's arc two they're they're releasing a second arc um and I think because of this announcement, right now, as you're listening to this, hopefully it'll still be up. If you go on Steam, Ark Survival Evolved is free to claim for everybody. Yeah. So even if you like don't have a computer that can run it, go claim that motherfucker because one day you might. It's a great crafting survival game. I love Ark. Oh, yeah. Ark is a game that I'd love to get a group of friends like me, you, Nate, Willie, a couple people from the Discord, and have all of us just fuck around Dude, in Ark. I played Ark for like five or six hours one day right gathering up a shitload of resources built a house built all the smelting stuff all of that tamed a fucking triceratops like fucking life was good right it's time to go home from the store so i shut it off i came back the next day and the entire world had evolved and everything had changed nothing i'd done was still there like it pissed me off and i was just like fuck this game that's so weird i've never had anything like that happen like literally uh, like so I, I don't know if it was a glitch maybe that you encountered or what but maybe i don't know but yeah like i was just like eh, but i would be willing to play it again 
Yeah, it would be cool, especially if we can like set up a bed and all that, where you respawn uh, spawn points and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. it'd be fun. Um, so the next game was a game like I said that this had something a little bit something for everybody. This is the game that made me think of Willy. It's called Scorn, and it looked like Doom meets Dead Space. Oh, that game! I remember when they first announced that game. Everything in the world is like living, squishy organ kind, of, like intestine kind of looking shit. Like everything's uh like organic and just fucking looks so gross. <laughs> like yeah, dude, it is like H.R. Geiger the video yeah. game. Oh yeah, even like your guns and shit are organic. It's fucking. Yeah. It's creepy looking. It looks like it'll be a hell of a time for sure. Oh yeah, like a cool. Uh, oh, uh. Going back to the the summer video game showcase real quick, uh, Games Fest. Um, did you see the Hell? I think it's called Hell uh, Metal Slinger Hellblade. No, I, I don't know. There's a, there's a first person shooter coming out that like has a bunch of metal singers that oh, did nice. vocals for it, and heavy metal plays while you're playing it. And if you shoot your enemies on the beat of the song, you do more damage. Nice. Like it just looks awesome. But yeah. So um, let's see. Flintlock: The Siege of Dawn. I don't remember much about that one. I might have skipped through that. Yeah. Honestly, Minecraft Legends looks fucking awesome. Yeah, that looks like it could be interesting. <laughs> like an open world Minecraft RPG game. That oh, actually yeah. looks really good. And everybody had dick noses. They all looked like Squidward. Well, that's like, the that's the villagers in Minecraft. That's what they look like. Oh, okay. See, I'm not yeah. super versed in Minecraft. But what's hilarious, they're all, they're all talking like... Yeah, they're all... Uh, Lightyear Frontier looked really fucking cool. Yeah, the uh, like you crash land on a planet and you're like in this mech suit thing, but like you farm and do stuff. Yeah, it's almost like a fucking really weird Harvest Moon style game. It looks like. Yeah, I, yeah. It 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 uh, piqued my interest. For yeah, sure. it's definitely something I would try out on Game Pass. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gunfire Reborn. I didn't really jump out to me as a game that I would enjoy. Um, the last case of Benedict Fox. I didn't really, uh, that didn't really grab my attention. It looked cool. It's like a, this has it described as a cinematic Metroidvania. So like, I think that might be up like Nate's alley. Yeah. You know, maybe um, so. As dusk falls, an emotional psychological drama. At this point in the showcase, I was skipping through things that like didn't immediately jump out at me. Yeah. But I remember as dusk falls looking pretty cool. Um, Naraka Blade Point, I think, is already out on PC, and it's like a battle royal game, but everyone is like uh, Dynasty Warriors esque style characters instead of guns and stuff. Like you're going in yeah. there, and it looks fun. I've never played it, but it looks fun. Uh, Pentiment, a narrative journey set in 16th century Bavaria, arrives in November of 2022. Any anything on that? Nah. Yeah, I mean, I had a cu- I had a customer or two come in during the showcase. I kind of missed a few things. I don't remember a lot about that one. Um, the game Grounded is finally. Grounded looks pretty cool. It's finally fully launching. Um, it's been out where you could play it, but it didn't have all the story. So they're apparently yeah. the story's finished and all of that. Um, there's a new stealth game, Arab and Shadow Legacy, coming out. Yeah. Um, but Diablo Four. Yes, Diablo they- Four is finally coming out. Oh my god, it looks so good, bro. They showcased the Necromancer. When they started showing that Necromancer, I was like, oh, are we getting an RPG game with solely a Necromancer as the as the protagonist, you know? And then the more I started watching the trailer, I was like, oh, this is fucking Diablo. This has to be Diablo, and sure as shit. And I was hoping that it wasn't for Diablo Immortal. 
like, oh, we're bringing the yeah. Necromancer. No, it was fucking Diablo 4. And uh, mm-hmm. it'll be released in 2023. And there are the, the five original classes that everybody knows from Diablo 2 are going to be in Diablo 4. Oh, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. I love Diablo games. I really do. Even uh, Diablo 3. I know people have their issues with Diablo 3. I thought it was fun as fuck. Um, that style of game where you're just dungeon crawling, looting, new armor, uh, clicking, killing hordes of enemies. Sign me the fuck up. Um, sea of Thieves is getting season seven. Yeah. That's a game that it looks interesting to me. Uh, kids used to play it in the lounge all the time. Like I had some, uh, some, one summer camp where like eight kids all played it together and like just, you know, had a shitload of fun being pirates. I yeah. think it'd be fun with a dedicated group of people you could play with, but I feel like trying to play it by yourself just wouldn't be that good. Well, if you want, um, if you ever want to check it out, uh, me, Nate, and Willie all have it. All right. And we and we've like I bought it specifically to play with those two. So if you wanted to come join the the ship, come yeah. hop come hop on, man. <laughs> we haven't played it yet, so we could set up a, a, you know a, a group and then start playing. That would be cool. I'm gonna let y'all build a really intricate ship, and then I'm gonna come join. And I'm just gonna light the ship on fire and run away. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, just blow blow a bunch of <laughs> holes in the bottom of the ship. Uh, Ravenlock, an action adventure fairy tale game. That one looks pretty interesting. Uh, I don't have too much to say about it. Um, nah. Cocoon from the creators of Limbo and Inside. I didn't watch anything about that. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. Um, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. So I'm watching this trailer for this game and I'm like, this looks Chinese. Yeah. Like Dynasty Warriors-esque, you know what I mean? And what's cemented that for me is the final thing you see is like the character they've been showing in the trailer look up and it shows this dude who's sitting there with this big fucking headdress thing that comes out with these two oh, yeah. long feathers and he leans up and you see his face and I went snap motherfucker that's Lu Bu <laughs> that Lu Bu if anybody's ever played Dynasty Warriors you know that Lu Bu is one of the most terrifying things in the fucking world <laughs> and like I was like oh shit so I am immediately stoked for whatever that game is because I couldn't really tell from the trailer <laughs> um, and then the next thing that you had mentioned that something surprising came up. Yeah. So if you want to uh, talk about this one. So this is the one I told you kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So they had Hideo Kojima do a little interview. He is now working with Xbox, which was just blew my mind because I know there were rumors that Kojima Studios was going to be bought by Sony and be PlayStation exclusives and all. Most of what he's done has been on PlayStation. But he's going to make not only a game on Xbox, he said it's a game he's wanted to make for a long time, which a lot of people are leaning towards PT being what he's talking about. I don't know if that's true or not. I've I've never played any Metal Gear Solid games. Um, Like you said, I'm not a huge like stealth sneak around kind of guy. I love Death Stranding, though. Like that game absolutely blew my mind when i played it so i'm really excited to see what he comes up with next and he's very much a making a really long ass movie out of a video game kind of guy so it'll be interesting to see what he comes up with this uh this article i have pulled up is noting that uh he's making something for xbox believed to be but not confirmed to be overdose which is a game that he has mentioned is like a horror game yeah that stars uh margaret qualley from Death Stranding. I guess that was one of the actresses in that game. Yeah. Um, so it very well could be a the the PT that we never got. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just won't, it won't be Silent Hill. 
he's been wanting to make a horror game for a while, and I don't think Sony has really wanted to let him do it. So I, I think at this point, I think Xbox just wants his name on something. I think they'll throw money at him to do whatever he wants to do just so they can have, you know, Kojima Studios on a... I mean, I'm one of those types of people that I think that studios should just let Kojima do his fucking thing. Throw money yeah. at him, let him do his thing because he's going to put out a fucking banger. Like, yep. don't fuck with him. Just let him do his yep. thing. <laughs> he, he's the... He's the Quentin Tarantino of video games. Yeah. Like, apparently Tarantino is like that. Apparently Tarantino is like that, where they said, like, when they were shooting Django, uh, Jamie Foxx showed up in, like, you know, a fucking Hummer or Range Rover or some shit, had a posse and all this jewelry and shit. So Quentin Tarantino called him in his office, like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, you're playing a slave. You're riding up in fucking $100,000 vehicles with jewelry and an entourage of people. Shit. No, you need to get in the fucking mind of your character. You need to start acting like a fucking slave. And Jamie Foxx was like, man, I was kind of pissed at first. But like when I started realizing what he was talking about, like it made the performance better. And yeah, like apparently Tarantino is one of those that executives don't come to him and say, I want to make this change because he will flip the fuck out on them. Like they kind of just say, all right, we're, we're producing this Tarantino movie. Get us a cut so we can look over it before we release it. <laughs> Please. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm hyped for anything Kojima does. I'm a Kojima oh, fan yeah. boy. I don't care who knows it. Um, so the, the announcement that I avoid it. So when I woke up, I scrolled open my notifications from my phone and I saw a notification from Kana in the discord that says, I can hear Dalton's cries of joy all the way from Arizona or like whatever she said. Right. And I was like, okay, so something got announced during this fucking thing. That's going to make me flip out. So I was waiting for it and I was waiting for it. And then it happened and I cried. I am a man. I will admit I cried tears of joy, not like boohoo bawling crying, but I had like the, the, the native American tears running down my face, like persona three portable persona four golden persona five Royal. Coming to Xbox One, Xbox Series S, Game Pass, and PC. Yep. With Persona 5 Royal coming out in October for PC. Oh my fuck. So, you, if you've never listened to the Steam Machine podcast and heard me absolutely suck the dick of Persona, you're about to hear me do it now. Persona 5, one of the best fucking games I've ever played. Like, bar none. It's so good. It's stylish. It's fun. The gameplay is great. The story is amazing. It's fucking fantastic. Um, when Persona 5 Royal came out, which was the like expanded version, they always do this with Persona. They released the game, and then a little bit later, they released like, the updated version. Right? They did Persona 3, then they did Persona 3 FES, then they did Persona 4, Persona 4 Golden, Persona 5, Persona 5 Royal. I bought Persona 5 Royal. I have it on my PS4, and right around the time that I got that, I also got my PC, and me and Ryan, and Ryan hit me with the one to start the Steam Machine podcast or wanting to start a podcast so i came up with the idea for the steam machine podcast and we started doing pc games um so i have never beaten persona 5 royal well now it's coming to pc i have all the reason in the world to fucking play it now because <laughs> it's going to be on the the computer which i am doing i do like 90 percent of all my gaming on and i can do it for the goddamn steam machine podcast whether willie or nate like like it or not <laughs> yeah that's that's gonna be all fucking like a four-parter for that game yeah yeah it will be um if if they end up doing it like like i said they might not want to play through that game so it might be one of those things that i'll play through it by myself and then just do extra episodes on it or something yeah, because fuck it maybe i'll play it with you i don't know i've never I, played it before 
I love that game. I just I feel bad whenever like my host pick is going to be a game that's like eighty hours long because yeah. I know that neither of them have the time to beat that. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that's why I always tell them I'm like, listen, y'all just play as much as you can, so you have stuff to talk about. Maybe I'll. I'll- be- Maybe I'll play it. I'll do the show with you, and I'll just shit all over the entire show. Oh my god! I wouldn't release that. No, I would. I would <laughs> like, but fuck this game. We we would be fighting. Uh, but no, that's it's definitely not a series for everybody. Like it really isn't. But like, if you're like, a fan of, like I said, I generally have no experience with it. I like to go into shit like that with an open mind and give it a fair shot. So yeah, I do. I think it would. I think it would be funny to just shit all over it for like two hours on a podcast just just to get you riled up. Send it to Dan from Factory Sealed. Let yeah. him get stirred up over it too. <laughs> um, you're like me as far as gaming stories go. Yeah, I think that you would eventually because all JRPGs start off slow. You know what I mean? They're all a slow burn. Once that fucking story grabs a hold of you, dude, it doesn't let go. Like yeah. it's it's real fucking good. So I'm just I am super fucking stoked for that. So they my mind is still trying to comprehend that Persona Five and Persona Three are coming to PC because Persona Four Golden's already been on PC, and then all of a sudden Todd Howard's on my screen, and I'm like, hey, I know you, dude. You're a good guy. I like to, I like to hear you talk. Tell me some shit. Hmm. And he showed some fucking footage from Starfield. That game looks fucking amazing. Holy shit, bro. It It's like guys at Bethesda played some No Man's Sky and they were like, you know what? We could make this better. Yep. And I don't, that's not a knock on No Man's Sky because No Man's Sky is fantastic. I love that game. But they condensed it. The fact that Starfield's going to have a thou- over a thousand planets. You can customize your ship. You can fly your ship. You can land at specific points on a planet or anywhere you fucking want to explore. Yep. And then the the gameplay that they showed of just walking around on that moon. Oh, bro. What were your yep. thoughts? Like To me, it looked like you took Fallout 4 and No Man's Sky. You mixed them all up really good in a pot. Fucking polished it to a mirror shine. Like, it looked so fucking polished. And threw it into space. Like, yeah. It's fucking look the combat part looked really Fallout 4 esque and it just looks like it's gonna be a really fun time. Um I this is a game I didn't know anything about really and everybody was all hyped about it and I just didn't see the point. Now that I saw that gameplay trailer, I'm like, yeah, I kinda see the point. I wanna play this shit now. Fuck yeah, bro. I that was that was one when I was watching this, I was like, dude, I bet Jeff Jeff is stiff as a brick right now. Because Jeff, Jeff loves No Man's Jeff Sky. Jeff picked, picked his desk up two inches <laughs> off the ground. Because, <laughs> man, does it look fucking good. I cannot wait. Uh, I don't even care that they delayed it, and it lost me points for the... Fuck it, dude. That game looks so good, dude. If they needed to delay it to polish it up, by all fucking means, I will wait for it. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i glad it got delayed, because I feel like that's going to be a high-scoring game. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. So. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Uh but yeah, man, that, that about wraps up that showcase. Um, you want to do songs of the week and jump into some community questions? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so my song of the week, it's one that's been stuck in my head a lot lately. Um, it's just it's about how pharmaceutical companies are so goddamn powerful and how there are so many people addicted to like painkillers and things like that, but it's all about that I'm almighty dollar, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's by a band called Hypocrisy. And the song is called Chemical Whore. Really fucking good. And it's one of those songs that, like, when you're listening to it, you just can't help but 
nod your head because the oh, fucking yeah. guitar riff and the drums just make you want to bang your fucking head. It's so good. What about you? So since I've been fucking stressing out the last couple of weeks and my self-image and shit's been really bad, I picked an appropriate song, I feel like, because as we all know, I am one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it. Basket <laughs> Case by Green Day. That's a great song, dude. Yes. I was like looking through my phone and I was like, oh, yes, Basket Case. It's a song about me. Man, as, as lonely as I've been feeling lately, I could have picked fucking Longview since that's just the song about beating off. <laughs> <laughs> but not Basket Case. That's a good fucking song, dude. I need to send you. There's a... Uh, a mashup by DJ Cumberbund where he puts basket case together with Firefly by Owl nice. City and he called it Basket Flies. It works way better than you would think. Like, way better. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, into the, we have a good amount of community questions this week. The Discord yeah. came in hard. If you want to join the Discord that we are a part of, uh, it is bit.ly slash TSMP Discord, all capital letters. It's the Steam Machine Discord. Um but I pretty much call it TSMP Productions. It's like my little cover for all the little shows that I do. And uh, yeah, you find us up in there. Uh, and we got some good questions. Though. So uh, let's start it out. Adam coming in with our favorite Seinfeld plot. I what a like that's hard a, fucking question. I feel like that's a little bit of a misnomer, though, because there are there really plots in a show about nothing? But I will, I will always say the episode I always go back to, and Seinfeld's amazing. There's so much good shit in it. But the one I always go back to was when George got offered a new job, but he they told him they wanted him to get fired from the Yankees. So, like, he goes and, like, gets the Babe Ruth bat out and is, like, playing a lot. Or, like, wearing the Babe Ruth jersey and, like, spilling fucking ketchup and mustard on it. And, like, the thing I remember the most is where he hooks the fucking World Series pennant trophy behind his car and just, like, drags it around the parking lot. Yeah. Like, that's one that I always go back to. That and probably the shell game. The shell game. The shell remember. game, the one where they all had a seashell and they were like, you couldn't have sex or masturbate or do anything. And like whoever was the last one with their shell won. Oh, no, no, no. That wasn't shells. They just bet money on it. It was like a hundred bucks or something like that. And they were like, a swear, no masturbation. I swear it's called the shell game. I got to look it up now. I mean, the 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 bet itself, I think it was just called the bet. Um, uh, might might have been. Which the uh, one of my favorite episode uh, storylines coincides with that ep- actual episode where they do the bet um yeah you're right it's called it's called the contest the contest that's yeah. right um so i love the the one where the person sees george's hands and he's just like you just have the most beautiful hands so george uh, becomes the hand model yeah and the guy was asking him like are you the master of your domain because the last guy that we had was a fantastic hand model but he became so infatuated with his own hands that he just couldn't stop you know yeah and george goes oh don't worry i am the master of my domain you know i won a contest once <laughs> <laughs> and it's, i fucking love that that whole episode is just nice. tremendous um that's the puffy shirt episode yeah uh, i don't want to be a pirate but i don't want to be a pirate <laughs> so many fucking good seinfeld oh, yeah. plots dude the uh kenny rogers chicken yeah where George and or I'm sorry, um, Kramer and Jerry switch apartments and they start acting like one another. <laughs> like, dude, it's yep. fucking awesome. The uh, the fruit one where 
uh, Kramer gets banned from the fruit stand. So then he starts getting yeah. other people to go get fruit for him. Yep. George can't get his dick to move. Then he eats a peach and all of a sudden he starts getting a boner. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. I gotta go. And he's grabs handfuls of his peach or mango. No, it's mango. Handfuls of his mango runs out. I'm back, baby. Tremendous. I love the one with uh, the pizzeria across the street had the, I think it was a Frogger arcade machine and George had the high score on it. Yes. And they were like, we're, we're going to shut it down. So they convinced them to sell them the arcade machine. They was like, if you unplug it, all the scores will get erased. They're trying to like wheel it across the street. And I think it ends up getting hit by a truck or something. Yeah, it gets taken out by a semi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one was fu- pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious because he's trying to get across the street with the Frogger yeah. like cabinet. And then it goes to the aerial view. So it looks like Frogger and George trying yeah. to get across the road. Yep. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh Let's see, Dylan, old DC Smoke Down ninety one, uh, has the question: Which animated slash fictional dog is the strongest? So I feel like I got to go with uh, Crypto. Somebody in the Discord said the same thing. I got to say probably Crypto because he's Superman dog. So I'm gonna go with Clifford because I think Clifford could just fuck people up. He's a big oh, yeah. motherfucker, and he's just a puppy, and he's huge. I will say too, there's uh the greasers from Cat Dog. <laughs> they seemed like they were pretty tough. I loved Cat Dog. Oh my god! Oh, that show was great. I can still remember the words of that song too. Oh, oh dude. Um, for Tadpog, Tyler and Dave play all games. Shout out Tadpog. I'll post this in the Discord, uh, in the Yabspot chat room. Uh, Tadpog. One day I was just like Tadpog, Tadpog. <laughs> Tyler and Dave play all games. Tadpog, and I was like, oh my god. So I wrote. I, I learned how to play the Cat Dog theme. And I wrote a whole thing about Tadpog and did a ditty and sent it to him. And I remember nice. Tyler being like, bro, this is fucking tremendous. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that little that little ditty. Doom, digga, doom, digga, doom, oh, digga, yeah. doom, digga. Cat dog, cat dog. Alone in the world with a little cat dog. Um, all right, so Courtney has a question. This one, <laughs> we don't have time to answer this question yeah. fully because it would be life stories for us. But uh, Yeah, we're at two hours now. This will put us at like... 36 years <laughs> uh courtney wants to know she wants to hear a time that you got screwed when the world just basically said fuck you yeah like i said that's a that's the title of my autobiography <laughs> um trying to think of a specific moment but I'll, I'll let you go first uh i think i touched on it earlier dude i think it was when i just found myself in in love with somebody that didn't love me that way and i didn't get that across to me it was like life completely just slapping me in the face over and over and over and i wasn't getting it you know what i mean so i was like digging myself deeper into it um more recently uh i went to a job interview and i was more than qualified for the position that i went for uh the produce place in the local grocery store because i you know that's i've got 10 years of grocery store experience and uh i wanted full time i wanted like 13 dollars an hour and I'm not fresh out of high school, so they didn't want yeah. me. They want minimum wage, fucking 18, part-time, doesn't give a fuck, just coming in to make some extra money. Like, they don't want to pay me a set, like, not salary, but, you know, a salary level wage. And, yeah, and it's just life reminding me that, like, I'm old. Now it's going to be harder for me to find jobs. <laughs> so, so I think I know what I want to do. Uh, so, March of 2019... I left a very good paying job. I think I was making $31, $32 an hour when I left to buy a video game lounge and turn it into a video game lounge and retro game store. So that was March tw- or April 2019. You know, it was pretty successful. We're doing birthday parties, summer camps, the works, right? 
sign a five-year lease on a bigger space so I can expand it more, put thousands and thousands of dollars into the expansion, and then guess what happens March 2020? Less than a year later, fucking COVID hits. The lounge has to completely close down, so now I'm kind of like trying to push through with half of the business I originally had. So yeah, that's probably my best example of life just really fucking bending me over a desk. Yeah. Great question. Thanks. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to go just, cry now. <laughs> I'm just picking on you, Courtney. Don't beat me up. Um, so question from Jeff. Uh, musical style or artist that's not your favorite genres, but is a guilty pleasure? So I have one of these. It would be 90s country music. Like Garth Brooks, Shania Twain, Confederate Railroad, that kind of shit. It's like it's what I grew up on. I don't listen to country music anymore, but I will fucking twang those out every now and then. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So you know me. I'm a big metalhead, and I really like goth music. Like that's my two big go-tos. I do, being a musician, I do have some guilty pleasures for sure. Uh, One of them being Maroon 5. Yeah. That fucking song, uh, give me something to believe in because I don't believe in you. That song is so goddamn catchy. It's ridiculous. Um, And it just gets stuck in my head. And I love the fact when he's like, really makes me wonder why I ever gave a fuck about you. And I just, I don't know. It's just fun to sing. Um, my, my thing is like, I try not to say like guilty play because like I'm. I've learned to not be embarrassed by shit I like. Like, I, yep. just, I like what I like. If you don't like it, fuck off. Like, yep. 100%. But yeah, like, I've got Taylor Swift songs on my phone. I've got all kinds of crazy shit. Music is something I don't try to limit myself on. Like, I will listen to shit, and if it's good, I'll listen to it. Yeah, 100%. Like, there's, uh, I don't particularly get on with modern country, but I really enjoy outlaw country. Oh, yeah. Um, Fuck, what's his name? Colt? Colt Waller or something like that. He's got a song called The Devil Wears a Suit and Tie. So yeah. fucking good. Um, Colton Waller. Yeah. And then you have, um, who's the guy that did I Want to Be in the Cavalry and Bible on the Dash? Oh my God, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Corb Lund. No Corb Lund. Um, yeah. these, these guys that are like, it's outlaw country. It's not that shit you hear on the radio. You know what I mean? It's like, yep. it's the kind of shit that, it's the evolution of what Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson and those guys were doing. And it's oh, yeah. just really good. Yeah, my buddy's a singer of a outlaw country band called Jack the Radio, and uh, they're pretty good. I like their music. Yeah, dude, it's just it's a different style than that twangy bullshit pop that plays on the fucking radio. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks or favorite other brand, and that's from Nate. Now I don't drink coffee, so I think this was a question aimed at coffee. I don't drink it, but I like Dunkin' Donuts donuts and their breakfast sandwiches are pretty good um but starbucks i do like going to like barnes and noble getting a bottle of orange juice and one of those big ass sugar cookies they have because those things are fucking good um strictly coffee wise i think i prefer dunkin donuts although like if i want something more white girl-esque i'll go to star or starbucks like like if i want like a frappuccino or like a cappuccino alfredo or whatever the fuck, <laughs> whatever they're called a venti latte uh then you go to starbucks but if you just want like a cup of coffee and you want like regular ass coffee starbucks regular ass coffee is not that good dunkin donuts have or where it's at for that um favorite other brands of coffee dude i'm i'm basic i like was it folgers and maxwell house like those are really good 
Yep. And I, you don't drink coffee, so I know you can't input no. on that. But um, but any day of the week, uh, I'll take iced coffee over hot coffee. Any day of the week. That's just me, though. Hot coffee gives me heartburn. Iced coffee just gives me energy. Um, oh, man. Okay, so Jeff, Jeff going hardcore here. What series of games could you play for the rest of your life that isn't your favorite series? So, Jeremy, no Last of Us. And Dalton, he's going hardcore on me here. Uh, no Persona, no Elder Scrolls, no Dragon Quest, etc. I'm gonna also say I'm gonna take Farming Simulator out because that's probably one of my favorite series too. So I'll leave that one out. Um, I don't know. It's tough, really. Um, Far Cry, maybe. Like I love Far Cry Five and Far Cry Six. I feel like they give you a lot of different stuff to do because you know you're out there killing people, but you're also you can do stealth, you can do run and gun, you can fish, you can hunt, you can just drive around. That or maybe the Forza Horizon series, maybe because those games are fucking fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, man, fuck, Far Cry's a good shout, dude. Um, so I think Metal Gear would be cool but i think that there's there's a finite number of those um yeah and i feel like games like that what kind of sucks is once you've played it and you kind of know the story it's not as good the the next time around yeah yeah 100 um so i'm gonna go mortal Kombat. that's a solid choice i i i enjoy every mortal Kombat game that i play you know, I've never played one and been like, this fucking sucks. Like, I even like the mythology Sub-Zero game that everyone shits on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's not the greatest game in the world, but I mean, I, I could play it and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Because I love Sub-Zero. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Uh, or or a good shout with Far Cry and Forza Horizon. Those are both also oh, yeah. really good choices. Oh, yeah. What are your tattoos? Uh, I know you've mentioned some in passing, but I'm curious what the others are Like from Kana. So, I have a shitload of tattoos i 20 something i don't know how many um Damn, to, run, <laughs> to run off a few i've got like a king kong versus godzilla leg sleeve like half sleeve um the other leg has three voodoo dolls on it um i have a dead koi fish i have a like a evil teddy bear gnawing on a kid's arm uh i have i don't know if you can see it let's see i literally oh, yeah. have a fetus hung by a ring on my forearm you do. like a skull i have a spider skeleton uh dude, i got a bunch of shit like just <laughs> random shit none of it has any real meaning um got a big shark on my forearm and an octopus attacking a diver uh this one's cool oh yeah what? it's a zombie bite mark with a bunch of like colorful veins and shit coming off of it um the huge chest piece i think i showed you it's like uh like a good and evil kind of thing where it's two skulls. One's got like a broken halo. The other one's more like demon looking sharper teeth and stuff. And then the wings are like the demon sides, like a bat wing. The, the other side's like an angel wing with feathers and shit. Uh, what else? Uh, that's most of the shit. Like I've got a huge scar right here. Just like, like an open wound tattoo. Yeah. Do the funniest shit. So like, when I got that, I'll try to show you where you can see it. Like, it's all stitched up and shit. Yeah. So, when I got that, it was all, like, swollen and, you know, kind of, like, shiny from the ointment and shit. It looked like a wound. So, I had this girl coming over to my house. 
I don't even remember her name. All I remember, she's absolutely gorgeous. We got to talking online. I don't think she was really into me, but I was like, she said she'd never had more than one orgasm. And I was like, oh, I can definitely make you come more than once. So she literally came over to my house. I cooked dinner for us just so I could eat her pussy, make her come, <laughs> come a few times. But like I'm standing in the kitchen and I just have my arm sort of hanging and she walks into the kitchen and she's like, oh my God, what happened? And I'm like, I forgot about the tattoo. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, it's just a tattoo. Like she literally walked in the kitchen and thought I had this like huge open wound on my arm. <laughs> like it freaked me out because I'd forgotten about it. So yeah, she, uh, it'd be great if you looked on your arm and been like, oh my God, what the fuck? I should have been like, oh my fucking God, what the hell? Stick your <laughs> finger in it. See what's happening in there. But then like, yeah, we, you know, we ate dinner. I ate her pussy. She came a few times. She went home. That's, that sounds like a good night to me, man. Oh, it was a great night. It's like, I used to have that, this friend of mine who'd come over, rub my back, suck my dick and leave. It was fucking fantastic. Dude, um, I, I don't brag about myself a lot. I'm pretty self dip Dep- depreciating yeah self-defecating i'll just poop <laughs> on myself all the time but i am really good at eating pussy like so i've been told and that's one of my like the things that i'm proud of is like i studied this shit when i was a teenager like i've read the fucking cosmo magazines and the fucking articles online and about how to do it best and i fucking put that shit to practice as rapey as that scene is in revenge of the nerds like what he says rings true he's like jocks focus on sports nerds all we think about is sex when we're growing up and it's true um i remember i'm at my weed man's house one day and one of the guys is there that he's friends with and is friends with my ex-girlfriend and he goes man i want to tell you something that she told me about you but i I don't i I don't want you to tell i don't want you to tell her i told you i'm like dude i'm not gonna i don't talk to her anymore he goes man she said that you know you and her had had your issues and stuff but for you being so young she couldn't believe how fucking good you were at eating her pussy like my gosh she said you were a goddamn god at it and i just started cracking up because this fucking redneck is just telling me this shit but i'm like oh well thank you like it's one of those things where i didn't know how to respond to that so i just kind of yeah. smiled and was like oh nice yeah, that's that's cool to hear it i'm just like right, cool what do you want me to tell you i don't know <laughs> um so my tattoos i have four um i have an upside down cross on my chest um it's small it was like a 13 dollar friday the 13th tattoo um that's the only professional tattoo i have the other three i got drunk at my friend's house um on my arm i have a typo the typo negative symbol with the words love you to death underneath it um on my right calf i have a hatchet man uh nice which i need to get covered only because apparently if i ever happen to get arrested I'll be labeled a gang member because I have that on me uh, because the FBI is stupid. And if they listen to this, I want you to know that. I think that. Um, and then on my back right shoulder blade, which hurt the most out of any tattoo that I got, um, I have a musical note. And I wish I could remember the name of the fucking musical note uh, because I'm an idiot and can't right now. But it's shaped like a scythe with a oh, skull. Yeah. And on the part that comes down and then has the little circle, uh, there's a pentagram inside of that. Nice. So and it's it's bad. Like if you look at it, you can tell that she was like running out of ink, and there's like parts that aren't uh, fully shaded. And I I never went back to get it touched up. Yeah, so yeah, unfortunately. But so my right arm is, as you can probably tell, mostly covered. Like I'm almost done with that one. So I have my elbow, which I'm gonna do something on the elbow. But then I have this space here. So yeah. it's like a long, skinny area on my forearm. Since this is an audio podcast. 
I want to get what's called negative space lettering there. So basically what happens is they tattoo around the letter. So your skin color is the letter and then is the ink is outside of it. Yeah. So I want the I want the Marilyn Manson lyrics, We Are the Nobodies, tattooed up this arm in that negative space tattoo with like I kind of want to go like purples and greens and shit, kind of like hazy coming off of it. And I want to use that throughout the rest of my arm to kind of like fill in negative space and make it like a coherent one piece sleeve. That'd be cool. So, yeah, I want to do that. And then my elbow is not covered. So I want to do something around there. But like, you know, spider webs, I understand are gang related kind of stuff. Um, I thought about doing like a, a empire logo from, star wars but i just seems kind of cliche so i'm trying to figure out yeah i'm trying to figure out something to do so yeah anybody wants to suggest something in the discord or in the facebook group some round tattoo i can put on my elbow that would look cool Uh, all right let's see uh what do we got up next uh adam movie with the best martial arts uh i always have to go it's a little cliche but i have to go with uh enter the dragon like Bruce Lee can't be topped, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. But, I mean, again, like, yeah, anything Bruce Lee was ever in is also a high-ass contender. And Jackie Chan, too. Jackie Chan's a man. Oh, Um, yeah. But I'm not not super well-versed in martial arts movies, unfortunately. Yeah. So I, I I can't really give a huge uh, a very good answer for that, but I'll go Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I will throw one honorable mention in there, and it's fucking ridiculous, but it's uh Kung Pao Enter the Fist. My God, I love that movie so much. <laughs> that movie is so fucking stupid, but it's so Have funny. You, so I had that on DVD. Did you ever watch the undubbed version? No. Okay, so you know the way they did Kung Pao was they edited that dude into like they did scenes, but then they would also edit him into old martial arts yeah. movies. Yep. And when they did it undubbed, if you watch it, all the original martial arts movies are in their normal language. And then when he talks, he's saying things like, I heard that you are the pie master. I have come from far to taste your blueberry pie. And he did all of that. So when they dubbed over it, it looked like he was being dubbed like an old movie. Yeah. So he just says the most ridiculous shit. It's, nice. it's hilarious. The undead version is a whole other separate kind of movie. It's just fucking hilarious. That movie is great. The way he punches the hole straight through the dude. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Dude, another movie that's like that, if you watch Freddy Got Fingered on the DVD with the Tom Green commentary track, it's fucking hilarious. Because, like, you, remember, I don't know if you remember that movie, like, when he got the LeBaron from his parents. I only see one LeBaron, like, Freddy. Like, yeah, when he goes to drive off and, like, he honks the horn of that person. It's like, get the fuck out of the way! Apparently that was an extra that wasn't supposed to happen. The extra just happened to be walking through the shot, and so he just literally honked the horn. Was like, "Get the fuck out of the way, <laughs> dude!" Freddy got fingers. That's a wild movie. That's a fucking crazy movie. <laughs> uh, so see. funny I, though. Another one from Jeff. When you're using a public restroom and you need to poop, which I tend to try not to do, by the way. Um, yeah, I try to avoid that if at all possible. But sometimes you just gotta go. Are you more relaxed when you sit down on a warm toilet seat or a cold toilet seat? And Jeff says for him it's cold because then he knows it hasn't been used in a while. I 100% agree. I, I'd probably go the same. Yeah, it's weird when you sit down on a toilet seat and it's already warm from someone else's butt. You're just yeah. like, like even uh, in my house when like somebody's used the toilet and I go to use it and the seat's still warm, I'm like, ugh. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in my own house, I'm like, dude, if I ever get married, I want us to have his and hers toilets. You know what else kind of skeeves me out? When you go to someone's house and they have one of those like 
cushy toilet seats. Like hate the it. hate it. It's just hate it. But what's worse is uh, when it's fucking like the vinyl on it is cracked or something, and like the foam inside is exposed. Because like, man, there's like poop and pee in there. I don't want to sit on that. Yeah, and you sit on it, and it blows that air onto you, and you're like, Ugh. yeah. And then it, it yep. pinches you because it's all crackly. Oh, it's yep. the worst. Uh, fucking get a solid toilet seat. God damn it. What the fuck? I saw a fucking fuzzy toilet seat cover one time. I was like, I will never come to your house again if you have a fuzzy toilet seat. No. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't want to shit on your. I don't want to shit. Like sit down and shit on your shit carpet. Yeah. No. Um, all right. So what are some remasters and remakes that aren't as good as the originals? For me, it's Silent Hill 2 and 3 remastered collection. And that comes to us from Adam. I didn't really have a have an answer for that one. Like I can't think of any that weren't oh at least like decent. I'm sure because you've played a lot more than I have. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto Remastered trilogy. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. Uh, I've heard, I haven't played it, but I've heard it's absolute dog shit. I saw enough of it. I watched an outside Xbox video where they were talking where they did seven remasters that didn't live up to what the originals were. Yeah. And it starts off, Andy's like giving the intro, and he looks dead at the camera, and he goes, and yes, Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Remastered Trilogy, this video was, in fact, inspired by you. <laughs> and yeah, it was just, apparently it was awful. Um, I didn't particularly like the Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, yeah. because there, if you own the original Kingdoms, because now you can only get Re-Reckoning, you can't buy the original anymore on Steam, yeah. but if you have the original there's really not much reason to upgrade like it looks a little better and i think they might have added a field of view slider and that's it like that's it there's nothing else and yeah. it's just like uh, all right i heard uh the mass effect remake they took a lot of the butts out so yeah I'll go. Yeah. yeah i never played don't, the original mass effects though so i didn't either but don't take butts out like butts are nice show more butts i agree i agree show, show all me kinds your of butts. butts show us your butts Yes. We've been we've been harping on that since the beginning of the show. Yeah, we like butts, <laughs> and we cannot lie, and you other yeah. brothers can't deny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's the big one that stands out to me is the Grand Theft Auto Remastered trilogy and Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Um, let's see. Okay, and the last question, Jeff got it in at the very last minute. At if you haven't rec- if you haven't recorded yet, I have one more question for you. When eating a burger and fries, what is the order that you eat them? Burger then fries fries then burger or do you alternate so i don't eat burgers but i do eat like original chicken sandwiches um from burger king shout out to burger king um not a sponsor no i wish but no (laughs) so it depends it depends if i'm sitting down at the table in the restaurant eating i try to alternate like i'll eat a little bit of the sandwich i'll eat some fries because i don't like ending on the fries because they're not as good but in the car, like if I'm driving or if I'm just eating in the car, I usually eat my sandwich first and then eat the fries. Okay. I'm the opposite. Uh, I normally go fries while they're hot because yeah. I don't mind I don't mind a burger if it's cooled off a little bit. But fries that cool off are awful. Yeah, um, I could see that. So I tend to, like, especially if I'm driving, I'll eat my fries and then I'll pull the burger out and eat that. Um, but yeah, I just, I want my fries hot. If I'm sitting down with a plate and my fries and my burger, I might alternate, you know, but more often than not, I'm going fries before burger. Yeah, I feel like if I'm sitting down at a table, I'm going to alternate the two, but I'm usually going to end on the sandwich because there's it tastes better. Yeah. But yeah, if I'm in the car, I just, you know, eat my... Now, a lot of time now, I don't even get fries because Burger King does the two for five original chicken sandwich now. I just get two chicken sandwiches and eat them both. Hell yeah. So. Dude. Well, dude, that's uh, 
that about wraps up the, uh, the the community questions for this week. Oh yeah. So I guess that just leads into some uh, some housekeeping, and then we can get on out of here, sir. Um, if you would like to come join into the Twitter or the t- wow, join into the Discord. <laughs> I'll mention it again. D- uh, Bit.ly slash TSMP Discord, all capital letters. Uh, if you want to send us an email, ask us a question, but you maybe you want to stay anonymous or you just want to send in some stuff. And uh, if you want to send us a, a show intro, you know, we're still looking for those. Uh, if you want to do a silly little intro and send it to us, um, you can send it to yet another BS pod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to come hang out on the Facebook, we do try to be a little active over there. Uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash yet another BS podcast. Uh, we're also on Twitter. At Yabspod, Y A B S P O D. Uh, Jeremy's on there at Just Call Me Jezza. And I am on there at Super Nerd Dalton. A- and in case you don't know, Jezza is J E Z Z A. Yeah. yeah. Um, check me out on the Steam Machine podcast. Uh, I do that bi weekly PC gaming show. Um, check me out on the JRPG Report, the weekly JRPG news show. I've been debating on starting a spinoff of that and just doing like RPG news, but I haven't decided on that yet. Um, I'm already doing a lot. <laughs> uh, but anyway, if you want to find all of our Yabspod stuff, you can listen to our episodes, see our show notes, find our songs of the week, all of that stuff. Yabspod.wordpress.com. Eventually, hopefully, we will uh, start a Patreon and make some money where we can just make that Yabspod.com. But we'll get there. Oh, yeah. We'll get there eventually. Um, and if, you, if you're interested in like a Patreon where you, you'll hear us do extra content, things like that, let us know because you know we're down to start one. We just don't want to start it without any interest and then seem money hungry like that's you know what i mean yeah like i didn't start the steam machine patreon until nate and this was before nate was a host nate was like motherfucker start a patreon so i can give you some money i was like okay yeah, if, you, <laughs> if you would like to support the show financially like we will definitely take suggestions for patreon tiers and stuff yeah for sure man uh just let us know um, and I think that about does it for this week's episode of yabs pod uh for jeremy my name is Dalton, and as always, guys, take it easy. You know what? And waggle your waggle your beaver, whip your dick yeah. out, have some fun, slap your dick on the table. <laughs> <laughs>